Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now then, this week we've got a special message and offer from The Athletic. Now, if you don't know, The Athletic is the new sports website offering the best coverage for your club. It's got a world-class team of writers and it's completely ad-free. There's no ads whatsoever, no annoying pop-ups. It's really good. They uh, cover all the Premier League teams, Football League. I've just been reading an article about Tottenham falling apart. And, uh, you know, it's good. They've, they've seemed to have brought all the best football writers together and rather than it being a website full of adverts like I said annoying pop-ups all the time you just pay a small monthly subscription and you've got the best football writers creating the best content at your fingertips uninterrupted and as listeners of the podcast as always we always sort you out me, all you've got to do is go to www.theathletic.co.uk slash under the cost without the e just like the title and you get 50% off £2.50 a month rather than a fiver. Believe me, that is good value. Just think think about some of the tosh that you read online. Well, With The Athletic, you know you're getting top-class writers, top-class content, and for just £2.50 a month. So all you've got to do is go to www.theathletic.co.uk slash under the cosh without the E, and you'll be welcome to the new home of football writing. How we doing? Welcome back. Series 6, episode 2. And it's just me for the intro, unfortunately. Apparently Yorkshire's underwater, so we've not been able to get together for the intro. So I'll keep it short and sweet. Just want to say thank you to everybody who signed up for the private members. Club has been overwhelming, really. Everybody who signed up to continue supporting the podcast. If you do want to sign up, just get over to www.patreon.com slash under the cost. Just £2 a month you get those two extra episodes. The first of which, Ian Holloway, coming up this Thursday. Just £2 a month for those extra episodes. And if you're fancying the £5, you get all the extra bonus content as well and the under the cosh Tom Bowler. And there's some cracking prizes in there, believe me, believe me. And of course, getting all the episodes, everyone, throughout the course of the month, 24 hours prior to release. So yep, thanks to everybody who signed up. It's been uh, absolutely fantastic that you're supporting the podcast. Genuinely, it does go a hell of a long way to helping us carry on the podcast. And like we've said before, the four episodes that we've always done will always remain free and always be there. So the link's in the description. So you can click through to the Patreon and see all the benefits that come with being a member of the club. Now, live show. Live show, yes, we've got a live show coming up. I need to mention that or I'll be in trouble. Ray Parler, the Rumford Pele. London, the 14th of December, Eltham Terrace Club. It's going to be an absolute belter. You can get to the tickets by following the link in the description or just go to eventbrite.com and search for Under the Cosh. £25 a ticket. It's going to be an absolute cracker. I can't wait. Get down in London, big smoke, get a bit of Christmas shopping. 
And then an evening with Ray Powell. What more could you want? What more could you possibly want? 25 quid a ticket. Get over to the event, right? Get your tickets, but get some for your mates. Bring your mates. Bring your mum. Bring your mum down. That'll be nice. Early Christmas present. She'll love it. Good, clean family fun. Just before Christmas. What more could you want? Right, let's get Jeff out. Hey, that's enough from me. Come on, Jeff. Jeff Horsfield, how are we doing? I'm really good, mate. Really, really good. I didn't realise you were from Barnsley. You can't yeah. tell me the accent. There's well, a lot I can't, of no, I can't I lost it a bit. I knew you were, but you have to be lost fair, it a, a lot of people down here say I've, I've got the, a brummy twang. Yeah. I said bab a lot. Yeah. Instead of love. There's a lot a lot of good things come out of Barnsley, you know. There's Barnsley heavy on this podcast. Can we just clear some can we just clear some up as well, Jeff, right? I'm talking sort of ten years ago. Oh, for God's sake. Because was Barnsley like fucking a beef on a night out? Wellington Street. Oh, oh my. wow. <laughs> Wellington Street, man. I told you. Spot it. It was fucking sensational. You could not do a pub crawl, even if you did a bottle or half a lager. You couldn't get through the pub. I think there were 40, 45 or 50 pubs in a mile radius. So that's I'm like. Start, it. I'm starting to believe that. Now. I, I'm fucking. Mate, I don't tell lies. Honest, John. Gonna come Seriously. back if we carry on. Seriously, I'm, it fucking uh, invest, invest in in, in Wellington the Street. The theatre downstairs. Oh, oh Jesus! Gone down them steps a few times. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting back up the fuckers that were problem. <laughs> so I lost uh, I lost the bet this morning, and I had to bring up Jim Gannon. So somebody said, "Do not mention Jim Gannon to Jeff Horsfield," but I've got to. Oh, what can I say about it? Put him this way, he's not on my Christmas card. Because <laughs> basically, Popey told it, didn't he? I don't think Popey was there, was he? No, Popey the, the wasn't there. I think no. he knew the lads who were who were in I the team to relay the story. He come back when Mickey come back, yeah. and Jim Gannon got the sack, obviously for poor results. But there's not many people I can say in football, no matter who I've played against. Uh, I've watched some some of the podcasts with Matt Kilgallen, who I've played against. He's like people like Jonathan Woodgate, all the. Good, good players who I've had battles with. Elbow, you know what it's like. Have an elbow bang, headbutt Chris Morgan from Barnsley. Yeah. First played against him and he went, fancy there. I went, yeah, come on, we'll have it. So first <laughs> ball, bang, straight at back at head there. Split, slip me head. Just looked up and went, you do know you're getting it, don't you? And he went, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for it. So second half, boom, come across with an elbow, split his eyes straight across <laughs> like that. And he just got up and went, Good one. <laughs> <laughs> off, he, off he went for stitches, come back on, and end up playing with him at Sheffield United. But that's what kind of people, and I'm best mates with him. It, it, as soon as you, you know, you come off the pitch, it's done. Yeah. Go and have a beer. Shake his hand. Go and have a beer in the bar. Like rugby lads doing all that. But I can get, categorically say he's the worst person I've ever met through football. Ever. Ever. God forbid if I meet him again. <laughs> God forbid. It was just. He could he come in. Mickey obviously Mickey Adams got the uh, This is Port Vale, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, at Port Vale. Mickey Adams got the Chef United job. Uh I was his assistant stroke player, assistant manager. So we'd only got four staff, so we'd got no money. So me, Mark grew the physio and Mickey Adams when we started. And then the youth team set up. So we got no we got no money. Jim Gannon come in. Uh and he, he come in and and he just Mark Grew just said to me, he said, Listen, He's one of them players where he's supposed to have got a good coaching knowledge, but as a man management, non-existent. Well, that goes against my grain. I love good coaching and everything, but I think somebody, the managers I've played under, Keegan, Brian Robson, do you know what I mean? People like that, Steve Bruce, the man's men. 
and they say it how it is mm. and he, he went behind my back he really did so not not too fond of him if I'm brutally honest <laughs> in what, what, how did he go behind your back well we had a game on we'd I think we were third in the league when Mickey left and I took over on the Saturday we played Rotherham so I, me and Mark Grew got the job uh, Rotherham away they were about fifth in 40 minutes into the game keeper gets sent off about 20 minutes the centre half gets off so we're 3-0 down straight away so I'm thinking great manager this <laughs> I we end up getting beat 5-0 and then we end up playing Burton on the Monday well I'd, I'd know, I knew Jim Gannon were in the crowd and I'd, I'd heard up whispers that he'd already got the job so we beat Burton 3-0 which were a good win went back to top of the league but Jim Gannon come in <clears throat> but after about 5 or 6 games uh, we'd got we played I think we played Stevenage and we got beat 3-0 the worst thing about it was he were coming after the game, all the fans are going absolutely bananas, Port Vale fans. He's going up to them while they're doing the warm down. He's shaking their hands, rubbing, rubbing their head. This is the Stevenage players. I'm not the... Not the Port Vale players. <laughs> so I'm studying, thinking, what are you doing? You're not looking good to the fans and everybody else and his own players who are supposed to respect the manager. Mm. So on the Thursday, I, I went quoting Barnsley actually for, as a character reference. I want the bad boy for somebody else. <laughs> I was being a good lad. Uh, and our character reference, so I asked him, I said, listen, can I have Thursday off? Because uh, I'm in court all day. And he went, not a problem, Jeff. See you Friday. Well, Mark Grew were behind me. And unfortunately, two youth team players were cleaning the balls at the side. I said, all right, no worries. So I've come in Friday morning, knock on the door, chairman. He's come in and said, uh, need to see you in the boardroom what the fuck's up and he just went just come up and see me so I've gone up there's an A4 sized piece of paper uh, the above mentioned of staff Jeff Horsfield has gone AWOL from training on Thursday uh, he's been disruptive in training blah 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 he's not doing this not doing that and I've gone I'm going to kill the cunt <laughs> <laughs> that was my first words chairman bug <laughs> my coffee went everything I've started storming down the stairs at Port Vale he's, he's oh, whoa, whoa, get back here get back here he said we've got Aldershot he says We've lost four games out of five. We've gone from third in the league or second in the league to 12 13s. We're not winning games. He's not bothered if we're not winning games. So uh, we've got all the shot away. He said, listen, if we get beat, you and Gruy will get the job again, kind of thing. He said, it, it looks like he'll get the start. Hang fire. So just hang fire. Oh, you, what's your relationship like with him? Prior to that, though, absolutely, absolutely shocking. I've spoke more on here <laughs> than I spoke to him in three months, and I was assistant manager. As an assistant manager, you knock on the door, and I yeah. was learning. So I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn how to manage because yeah. I wanted to get. I, I, what I'm doing now is totally different. It's massive, which we'll talk about. But I wanted to get into football at that time, and I thought, well, I, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try it. But he totally, and that's why I come out of football. I really did, and he never spoke to you. you knock on the door. What do you want, Gaffer? Nothing, I'll do it. Nothing, I'll do it. So I just stood there. So we didn't really need an assistant manager, did he? He wanted, I think it's Alan Lord and somebody else who were his assistant at Stockport and Motherwell, wherever he was. He wanted him in. Mm. Well, I were on pittance anyway. You're not on good money. Yeah. Thing is, whether, whether he wanted an assistant manager or not, you don't go on like that. You spend, yeah. you know, you play the game. I don't game, know what, I, were, I, don't know what I were owed. I don't know. It might have been 12, 13 grand because this was like March. So my contract were up in July. And I kept saying to him, I must have said it five times, listen, if you don't want me, give me my cheque, I'll fuck off. So I've done it. I've gone through football like that. I've got clubs promoted in from the championship. Boom, boom, boom. Get into Premier League, it's horse. Oh, fuck off, you're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Back down at championship. But that's, that's how I was a good championship player. 
I played in Premier League, don't get me wrong, and I was blessed to play in the Premier League, <laughs> but I was always a good championship player and I did well in the championship. But As long as you got your cheque to leave, exa- everyone's And happy. I just went, I, it, it won't really bother money, I won't give me my money and I'll go, I'll go and find something else to do. Uh, and he went, no, 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 no. And this, I must have said it four or five times. No, I want you here, I want this, I want that. So then we've gone down to training and I'm, I'm, my blood's boiling. I'm sat there going, I'm going to kill the car, I'm going to kill the car. I don't know when, but I'm going to kill it. <laughs> hey, how would you call Like steam. So rang Mickey up, because I'm not doing anything. So I've got my phone in my pocket, which you're not supposed to have, but I got my phone in my pocket. I rang him up and I went, Mickey. So this is, he went, you're joking. He went, don't hit him. You hit him, you're out of football for good. I said, I know. I said, but look what he's done. I want to. I, want just, to I said, I want. I said, I want to kill him. <laughs> I know you do. He said, but don't do it. So uh, we've got on the bus. Had his, had his food upstairs and all that. Got on the bus and you know the card tables at the front. All the all the players are at the back. I'm still at the front. He's got his laptop here. He's got laminated sheets. And for set players, you know, you've either got to pick number five up or number six. Blah, blah, blah. Follow him everywhere you go. He's got 15 of these sheets. If he comes off, you're doing that. If he's doing that. So it was too complicated for the league two players. Mm. They didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing. So going back to it, sat there, he's on his laptop. And I'm just, I'm physios outside him. I'm looking at him like that. I'm like, oh, fuck it. He's getting it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> My head had just gone. So it had just gone. And I mean gone. Like it did on field. And I'm just looking at him, staring at him like that. And I just went, I went, are you, you c***? I says, have you lied about me? And he went, no, no, what? I said, I said, did you say I could have the day off on Thursday? He went, yeah, yeah, why? I went, boom. What's that? Bang. And he went, uh. So I just grabbed, I jumped straight over, grabbed him, and just pulled him down the thing, and I just went, boom, boom, like that. <laughs> and he's like, went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, Mickey, I, can't, I had to do it. I had to do it. So this happened, and now I've gone, and the, the worst thing about it, I've, I, I, would, I just went into a rant, and when you get when you get angry, you, sometimes you don't know what you're saying. And I did mention, I'd got an house with a pool at the time, and I did mention a swimming pool and saying, you'll never get one or something like that. <laughs> you, which one, it's bang out of road, because I'm not like that. I'm not big head or anything like that, but I just meant, and then I mentioned match at day. I said, have you ever been on match of the day? <laughs> I just gave him it in front of all the lads. All the lads are just sat there going, all like that. And then halfway down, I said, listen, you better get off the bus. If you don't get off the bus, I will kill you. And I mean it, you're getting it off me. So he's gone, uh, bus driver, will you just pull up? <laughs> so he's pulled up on the hard shoulder, just, just before the services. He's got his suit carrier, got off the bus, got it over his shoulder, got his bag like that. He took his the, laminated sheets. The, oh, the lock, the lock, the laptop. <laughs> and he nicked the laptop if he wouldn't tell that. So he's walking down the hard shoulder, all oh, the lads are banging on the bus going, cheerio, cheerio, <laughs> like that. They'd got no respect for him at all. He'd do his team talks and they'd go and, go and have a shit, they'd walk out, they'd just, they just won't listen to him, would not listen to him. When he were talking, they'd go, all right, mate, what are we doing tonight? We're having a beer and all that. While he's doing his team talk. He wouldn't bollock anyone. He wouldn't, he wouldn't bollock anyone. He was supposed to be his big hard Chef United centre half and all this and he were nothing. He, he, he were ridiculous. I can remember a training session when uh, the lads were, were in like a possession game. They'd got eggs in the pocket and they're running past each other, egging people. <laughs> <laughs> you ask any of the port line. Like, I'm just stood here laughing, and physio's gone. Are you going to say out? Oh, I went, nah. So you don't let me say out anywhere. Yeah. Team talks. So I said, why should I? Why should I? So, <laughs> egging. egging. I've never seen it ever in my life. I'm thinking. He just lost total discipline and total respect. They weren't interested in him at all. 
it, they never played five a side. Some, don't get me wrong, some of his sessions were brilliant. You watched them and went, wow, that works kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Some shooting drills that I'd never seen and different things, but it were all on... He wanted us to play like Barcelona. We were Port Vale in League Two. And Mickey always said, he said, get them as fit as you can. Mm. League Two and one place. Don't get me wrong, they've got to play football, but the fitter they are, the better they'll be. And that's what you've got to do at that level. So we're going down the... Uh, we're going down the M6. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, fucking hell, I'm going to have to phone chairman here. So he's off. He's, oh, he's gone. gone. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's, he's, gone. he's <laughs> in the services. He's in the taxi. He's in the service of an Acosta. He must <laughs> have been. Who do you think he's called? Like, imagine trying to explain what's happened to someone. I ain't got a clue. But don't forget, he's the manager. I'm the assistant. Yeah. It should be me that got off, not him. So I'm, I'm thinking, off. I'm looking at my phone thinking, do I, do I. So I, I think I text Mickey first. I went, I've only done it. <laughs> And he went, I've heard, it's on Sky Sports. Well, what do you mean? So as soon as he's put, it's on Sky Sports, chairman's rang me. He's gone, what you done? I've gone, well, uh, Mr. Chairman. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't say anything, I said, oh, well, we just did a, a, bit of, a, a bit of set two and all that. He said, uh, were there any violence? I went, nah, 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 nah. I said, we're just, just talking and all that. I said, well, a lot of swearing and that. I went, yeah, of course there's gonna be swearing. All right, he said, uh, you need to get off the bus. So I had to get off the bus at Junction 6. <laughs> the Armada pub, which, I don't know if you know this area, but Villa and Blues hate each other with a vengeance. It's like Celtic and Rangers. I've got off the bus and thought, oh, I need a pint. So I've walked into this pub and it's just full of Villa. <laughs> and on Sky Sports, it's gone bus gate, something, <laughs> horse field. And I'm sat there at the bar drinking a pint going, Oh my God. So that's how it happened. So the, the chairman just went, we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to speak. So he said, just come off and I'll speak to you Monday. So they ended up, I think, I think all, do you know something? I think they ended up winning or they were drawing one apiece, which killed me. Did he get to game then? He had to go to game, yeah. To yeah, yeah taxi. But I, I'm, no word will I, I never got off my phone. This is a half one, quarter two. I never got off my phone until about half 12 at night. Just people ringing you? Just constantly ringing me, not just press. Journalists and... Ev everybody, just me mates, he went, what's gone off? <laughs> You've got to have done somewhere. We know what you're like and all this, but that's how it happened. But it's like it, I said, he's only, one of the only people that I can't stand in football. I can't stand in football. Just, really... be on, just be honest with me. Yeah. Just say, I don't want you. Or they saw that. Or off you go. And, to, and the, it, just, it just absolutely, it just killed me. It stopped me loving football, mm. if I'm brutally honest. Even if he just says, look, we can't afford to give you your money, right? Mm. Now just stay at home. Yeah. Don't bother coming in. Or go and do some scouting for me, or yeah, go and do yeah. this. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Go and watch yeah. games, or just go and do your knowledge you kind of thing. Like you watch it. Nothing. Nothing. I wonder what he's thinking I when know, the bus has pulled off. I wonder. And he's got his fucking bag and he's got his suit carrying. It's the off. players. It's the players that were banging on the door. <laughs> 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 they must have hit me. He must have thought about chucking the towel in and just saying, right, that's it. He must have done. That's the lowest lads saying cheerio out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have known that. I like the way that no respect. You say, you say that you know you lost your head when you were on the bus, but you had that letter in your pocket, so there must have been a bit of premeditation. <laughs> the one premeditation. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't hold it in. I'm not that kind of person. I think if I'm going to have a row with somebody, or I'm going to have a confrontation, or I think I'm right. I might not be right, but if I think I'm right, then somebody comes back and argues and says, "No, nah, yeah, you're not right." I'll look at and go, "Oh no, I'm not," and I'll put me on. I'll be the first one to go. I apologise when I got sent off and elbowed and all that. I've gone. I meant to do him. Or I am meant to do yeah. him. That's an accident. Have you spoken to him since? Nah. Nothing at all. Nah, I was gonna go to Solly Hull and just stand at the tunnel. And just say, <laughs> all right, Jimbo, and just wave at him like that. 
because after that, I, I got obviously I got, I got suspended. The club, the chairman just went, listen, we're going to have to suspend you. He's the manager, can't think. I said, not a problem, sir, but you do know I'm going to seek, seek legal advice. And I, I wasn't going to seek legal, just to really try to clear my name. So uh, I've got an employment lawyer on board. I got I think I were off for about seven days. Uh, and then he just went, listen, they cannot stop you going to work, no matter if it's a football environment, work environment. You're not guilty because there's been no investigation. Go back to work. So I just went back to work. I used to sit on the edge of the physio room, crossing me, like swinging my legs. And every time he'd come past, I'd just shout, Hiya, Jimbo. And I'd, just, I'd be in the corridor. <laughs> and nothing, pinging, nothing back. Pigging balls at, at walls and everything. <laughs> just annoying. I looks like a school kid. <laughs> but it's, I was just trying to annoy him. And even when, after that, after about four weeks, <coughs> he got the sack and we found out he's got the sack. The lads in the changing rooms, he was cleaning his office out, they were cheering. And one of the players, I think it was Gary Roberts, he was a bit of a rogue, good player, but a bit of a rogue. We've, we've had him on here, we've yeah, been, he's yeah. fucking very much of a rogue. <laughs> Which one, the one from Paul Vale? Yeah. yeah. He's a crackpot man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I used to coach him, he'd go, he go, oh, so he went, I know you've got a bit of money, mate. He said, I'm, I'm skinned this week, can you lend me 100 quid? <laughs> And I won't lend him players like 100 quid or 50 quid, 20 years. Imagine saying that to your assistant manager. But he would have, that's what he was saying, but he was a gambler, when he loved to gamble and Drink loved him. a beer and all that. But fuck, he was a player. He yeah. was a player, by the way. If he'd have got his head screwed on, he could have, he could have gone championship him, at least, because he'd just got the ping and everything. Mm. He was really good. But it were him, he was going out, and I think it were, I don't know if it were a comic relief ball, it was something like that, a red ball like that, and fucking, he, he's walking out the door and somebody threw it and it hit him at the back of the head. <laughs> Jim Gannon, he took him at the back of the head and just, he got in the car and just drove off. <laughs> never said no to Barton. Never said no. So you would have you had me. Just throw him Just walked off. Just walked it's off. like a school teacher, yeah. isn't it? Not naughty kids. Like, yeah. No respect whatsoever. But like you said, just going back, just yeah. be honest with me. Just say, I don't want you involved. Don't want this. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's what you said. Just stay away. Stay away. I'm trying to bring someone so away. Yeah, yeah. Which I knew. And you'd have been all right about. Yeah. It's a great start of the podcast, though. I'd like to ask him. I might ask him Saturday. Oh, just mm. stand there and say, Jim Oswald says, I a Jimbo. He wouldn't say anything, he'd just watch straight past you. <laughs> All right, Jim, Jeff sends his regards. We've had some climbs up the league. Roy the Rovers stuff. Hey, oh, Abba's the Wreck. <laughs> it's not Roy the Rovers. Abba's the Wreck's a fucking established team. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> it is that. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Did you put them on the map? It's a proper fucking outfit. I played for them when I was 13. In, and everybody else were like 23, 24 year olds. So they're all 10 years older than me. That's why I went into like brick lane into cause everybody else. They're all brickies, chippies, sparkies. But I can always remember. I got, I was Barnsley boys under 11s, under 12s. So I was decent at that age. And then, all of a sudden, I took a dip. For some reason, I don't know. My dad went, oh, you need to toughen up kind of thing. So he, he went, this, that was his old team. It used to be called Athersley Youth. He just said to me, he said, don't start kicking people. That's all we're going to do to you. So that's that's what learnt me how I, how I played. One of them, bang. Dean Croft learnt me that. And he'll always tell you, went, get in and just go boom like that. But you can't do it now. I'd be, I'd be absolutely fucked. Yeah. You'd be fucked. We'd be fucked. So <laughs> I mean, I'd be sent off three times a game. But like, that's how, that's how I got into it. And... It was like 13 year old, and I can remember we played a cup game semi final, and I was 13 and a half. I got to go to school the day after, and it was like win or lose on the booze, and that was just their motto. So if you played a game, you got free beer tokens. So they gave you these free beer tokens to put money behind the bar if we're away. First drink, lag a snake bite at 13. <laughs> <laughs> we're school next day. School next day. So they gave me this pilot, and I'm like, oh, 
and I, to be fair, I can never talk, and I, well, I couldn't then, but this is, this, again, this is what learnt me. This all revolves around, this podcast revolves around pubs and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got these, we've got these uh, state bikes, boom, like that, and, and they're like down there, and I'm there, and I'm going, like, I'm like a budgie on trill, just like that, <laughs> zipping it. So I got to me like fourth one, and I've got, I've got that much left. Come on, we're going, we're going to the next pub, so I've got to, come on, neck it, so I've just gone. <laughs> and he's just gone Whoa, and just overfilled the thing good lad next pub like that oh, so I've got there and uh, obviously my mum my mum and dad are at home drops me off about 11 o'clock they knock on my mum's door they've just got me bike like scruff at neck like that and just stood me I'm like that and falling to sleep on the fridge I had to have the day off school that <laughs> on the school. fridge yeah on, the, on top of the fridge like that <laughs> that's, that's what got me into, into football really funnily enough I then went to Woosbury Bridge I left Aversley Rec another fucking situation yeah and then went to Woosbury Bridge which they were in Northern Counties and I was 15 then we played Scarborough in a pre-season friendly and I scored don't ask me how but I scored a 40 yarder that stuck in the stanchion and beat about 4 people chipped the keeper so I scored, and they, they were professional, so they were in league, like, league three, well, then won it, league four. Yeah. League four won it then, yeah. Scarborough. Uh, and Phil Chambers, who were a Barnsley lad, Ray McHale, who both played for Barnsley, uh, they said, listen, we want to take you to Scarborough. So I played Northern Intermediate Football. So at 16, I used to do my Brick Lane apprenticeship from, whatever, eight till six, and then travel to Scarborough on the Friday night and play on the Saturday Northern Intermediates and then come back. And then play Sunday football for who did I play for? West Green and somebody else. So I played Sunday football as well. So when you, how old are you when you get your first pro contract? I, I was sixteen. I was six. Nobody knows that. Everybody thinks oh you you start at Halifax and Fulham. Yeah. My first ever game was for Scarborough at sixteen, and I scored on my debut after six minutes against Barney Barry Fry was the manager then. Somebody called Steve Wicks come in QPR in England. He brought all Londoners in, just released me. So then I went through the non-league scene, Witten, uh, Geisley. Halifax, back to Witten, and then Halifax. And then that's where, when I was 24, just kept going it with me dad, just keep going, keep going. But I was earning good dough. I and enjoying it as well. Right, enjoying it, though, no pressure. I was thinking, going to work with the lads on a building site, going to football, every night out on a Saturday and a Sunday. So I couldn't think of anything better, really. But that, so you that, were just content and happy with that? I was, I was happy with it. Yeah. I was. On my, my final season at Halifax... I don't think they were paint tax, and I don't think I was paint tax. To be fair, so uh, <laughs> no wonder you had that fucking pool. <laughs> I know. So we were like, we had that, and I was brick lane as well. So after that, after that time, I never paid freaking tax. So I were, on, I were really, really good money, and I'd scored 30, 30 goals, twenty four by Christmas, I think it was. And I knew clubs were looking at me. Brucey were looking at me at Uddersfield. He was the Uddersfield manager, and and then Keegan. But when I were at Halifax. And it is funny, going back to the non-league thing, that's how I did a transition from non-league to professional. I was Peter Jackson, if you remember him, centre-half for Huddersfield. Yeah, Long air. Long air, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he was Huddersfield manager after he were at Halifax. So he'd finished the Huddersfield contract. He'd done his coaching badges, but uh, Kieran O'Regan, that played for Huddersfield, brought him as a centre-half. He only played six games for us, the first six games. And I remember the first game, second game, sorry, on a Tuesday night, I'd been working. So I've come in in my riggers, my shorts, because it was sunny, and like a vest and all that. I've walked in with a Burger King and <laughs> some Coke, like two, two tubs of Coke like that. I've sat down, he's sat there eating out of bowl, his pasta and all this and all that. And he's looked at me and just gone, all right, I went, yeah, yeah, like that. So I've had like two burgers, chicken, whatever, and things. He said, oh, have you been to work? Like, I said, 
<laughs> well, the and he's all glam, he's got his hair and he's a suit and all that. And I thought, I didn't even know him at the time. You know, that's Jacko that Huddersfield captain and all this. It's come to it's come to play. I scored two two that game. If you ask him, I scored two I think I scored two or three. And it was just that mentality thing. He went, Fucking I said, I've got a, I'm eating past and I'm shit. I said, I've got this idiot up front who don't give a shit. He's drinking coke and eating burgers and he's, he's smashing the league to bits. Uh, but then I got the I got the lucky break too with Keegan. Did really well. Did really well getting that. And I turned him down at first. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because we've had John McGinley on. Yeah. And um, he said, no matter whatever league he was playing in Scotland, it was about Elgin yeah. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. He just wanted to play league football. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all he dreamt about. Yeah, yeah. But were you thinking, I've got an easy life. I'm enjoying me earning a bit of money. Yeah. I'm enjoying my football. I can go out on a Saturday night. Was there a bit of that I can in your head? Kings before game. Yeah. 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 Well, I did. I've got down there and they've sent the Kieran O'Reilly. There were no mobile phones then, so my phone's on the wall. I mean, a council house, paying me rent and all that, because I'd, I'd not got the property ladder all like that, so he's rang me, he said, oh, you better sit down. Big club's coming for you, Fulham. And I'm thinking, there was no internet either, so I'm thinking, who's, who's playing there and all that. I can remember Peter Beardsley and Brace playing and Chris Coleman down there. Uh, but that's the only people I could remember. So he said, oh, yeah. He said, we've got a, a chauffeur coming for you tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, get your my ex-missus and, and me, me oldest daughter in. Uh, go down to London. So I went down, first class on the train, car I'm like here we go I'm having this kind of thing <laughs> got into his office and he sat there and went alright I said yeah yeah he said uh, not bad to you to be fair he said I like how you play he said I'm, I'm a Donny lad he said I've come through the non-league and all this geek and I'm a Liverpool fan by heart. I always like Liverpool I don't know why I, born in 73-80 I, I loved Ian Rush he was my hero so Liverpool I'm like that's a Keegan and he went pass me the contract that's your contract so I got no agent that's your contract. I'm like, looked at him going, fucking I'm on more Halifax. I says, uh, is that it? That's what I said to him. He said, is that it? <laughs> and he went, son, he said, you're coming to a top club here. He said, we're going we're gonna to get all, we're going to go over to Premier League. He said, what, what, league, what, league one. They were in League one, one, but the, we, the, I went, well, after. The, and you'd well, only just been promoted to League We'd two been promoted Halifax. to League two. I'd played, I think I played 10 games, scored eight yeah. goals. So, had, you, had you only just done your travel up then? I don't that it, yeah, that were it. So I took Him's leaving Brick Lane. I lost money, kind of thing, yeah, because I'd lost my job. I'd lost my job, and we were professional then. Mm. So I got a bit more money, but not loads. Halifax gave me a bit more, so he's gone in. Halifax were desperate for the door, absolutely desperate for the money, because they'd only got the stadium half half finished. Yeah, I've gone. I can't do it. What do you mean you can't do it? He says, he says, you know, a proper club here. I said. I said, I can't move my family all the way from Barnsley to down here on less money. He says, well, what you want? So I told him what I'm on. He went, not a problem. So he picked the phone up, boom. Can you get the car, please, to uh, King's Cross, boom, boom, boom. And I'm thinking, the fuck have I done it? I've got no mobile phone up like that. I'm doing on then. Well, the water, but they were just coming out. So uh, I'm thinking, God, sent me back up. Two days later, he rings me back up. He said, listen... So I'm going to give you some more money. He says, but if you do well, he said, I'll rip it up. I never thought, put it down in my contract or all like that. I just, yeah, 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 like that. So I bumped straight back Take down. His word. So you were happy with what you got now? Yeah, right? yeah, I were, I were happy and I just thought, 
I can't turn this down. Spoke to me dad and I said, I can't turn this down. Kevin Keegan. The opportunity. Not, the, not the opportunity. So money, no, it won't the money then. I just thought, well, it's more money. I didn't want to strap myself up going down to London where prices were four times more than the Warren Barnsley kind of thing. I got not the, as good a night Not a good, not, not <laughs> like Wellington Street. You know what I mean? There were Titanic and all that. And all. We'll, we'll come to that one as well. Uh, but, nah, so I just thought, I've got, to, I've got to get a go. I've got to get a go. And again, as soon as I put them boots on for Fulham, it would just boom. Everything just Word. as soon as it bang foot top corner boom. Everything went in. Didn't phase you that all them other players? Now I walked well, in and, I, and they're, they're all sat there. And they're, they're intimidated. They have a Burger King. They're really, intimidated at the time. <laughs> Chris Coleman, Kit Simons, Andy Melville, all three well centre halves, just sat together, big like cookies like that. And you've seen cookies like that. So I'm, I'm just sat there. All right then, Paul Bracewell, Peter Beardsley, Mike Taylor. Uh, and I'm just sat there thinking, oh, fucking hell, what have I walked into here? <clears throat> and I just thought, oh, fuck it. Sink or swim. Got, got no hope to lose. So I just went, that's how I'm going to play. So training, flying into everything, bashing people up. Like, cookies, what are you doing? I went, no, like this. And he's thinking, fuck it. We've got somebody here kind of thing. And he, he's always said that. And I think I scored, I think I got about, I think I was 18 that season. I'm sure I scored about 10 in eight games so like he was straight in, first straight game. in boom yeah straight in did you know what's a massive difference from the, the level you were playing at to the, playing with these players not at all I'd never touched a weight in my life never ever pressed a bra did thing but I used to do, I could do press ups sit ups and all that I was a big big strong lad and I mean big nobody got anywhere near. there's only I would say two players Robert Huff Yapstam they the only they got you think that, that were stronger than me yeah is well, that, you think that's just troubles? You never done weights. You think that's never just weights with, bricks about? The, the, in, on the Tuesday, like in the gym, I'm like that with cotton bud. My arms are going everything. I couldn't lift weights, and I, I never tried. Just thought, oh, I can't be done them press ups for fun, hundred at a time, boom, 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 like that. And I just got a natural strength. I don't know what it was, just natural strength. It's playing soul. Playing, Cam- your body. When you playing soul Campbell. About three weeks later, England centre half him Perry. Trying to think who else were there. Ian Walker in goal. They got a top top team. Played them at Craven Cottage, and I just I just bashed them all up. Absolutely bashed them, and I just thought, pretty easy this. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, it's easy this. Yeah. And that's how I felt. I really did. Everything was just going for me, and I just I was so relaxed. I wasn't nervous or anything. Just I just went straight into it. This might be boring, but you know, like it will be if it's come out. Team yourself up for that one, didn't I? You know, like. Parents now we're looking at kids, mm. bringing the kids up. They, they yeah. want to get them straight into academies, don't they? Yeah. But that just shows you what what you've done playing yeah. in a men's men's yeah. team at thirteen. Look at Vardy. He's saying so many. Ian Wright, Les Ferdinand. Look they have been doing it and learning the hard way. And I think it's going to be very rare to get one of them now, isn't it? Yeah. To get to get one of them top ones. At least I'm nowhere near Ferdinand Wright and Vardy. But you look at them, what they've done, especially Vardy. What is he now? 32, 33? Yeah. He runs around like he's twenty year old, doesn't he? Mm. Was it boring or? Uh, yeah, yeah. You were, you were <laughs> right. Was. No, they, they wouldn't allow it now, would they? No. no. And academies no, won't allow it Academies won't allow. You can do what you want. Academies won't allow a really good player. The contract, the contract them all now, though, yeah. don't they? Boom, you're on contract. Sure if you're the dad, you say, nah, he's playing with his mate. He's, know, he's gonna. You can't, you can't say that to a 13 year old kid. Because they want to be at that club, yeah. don't they? They so want to be. So you're 13, you're actually not playing for someone. It's a roll of the dice as well. Yeah, you'd be fucking leaving. Yeah, you might chuck in non-league and then it never, it they never make it, and then forever you go to out. 
your son's going to possibly yeah, hold yeah. that against He's you. He's going to fucking hate you. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a young lad from here, 16, uh, goes to me, my daughter's school. He's just gone to Barcelona from West Brom. Just gone to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Just gone to Barcelona. Be interested to see what happens, whether he. But he's, into, he's got his schooling and everything. So he's met, last year at school, they've took him. He'll, probably, he'll make more money from 16 to 21. <laughs> there he is, back there the money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll, he'll the mercenary. He'll make, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll make more money from 16 to 21 if he never plays another game than if he went through and played in League Two for fucking 10, 15 yeah, years. He's just signed for the best club in the world and he's on about money between 13 <laughs> and 21. He's not going to play with Messi. Lionel fucking old. Lionel's not going to pay me mortgage, is he? <laughs> Promotion in that first year then? Yeah, got, got promoted, did really well, but we got, again, we got play. Cookie had come from, Chris Coleman had come from Blackburn, who were Premier League kind of thing. Top yeah, they were chucking money at it. it they were chuck, he was chucking money and he got. So you were expect, expected to go up? Yeah, yeah, expected. Like I say, we, we bought Steve Finnan, who went to play for Liverpool, we signed Barry Ailes. Yeah. We'd got all them kind of players. Why know? did Keegan go? got the England job oh, of course yeah he got the England job yeah. yeah I signed I signed I think it's 20 years next week to the day and he got the England job in the January took it part time for a couple of months and then got and then got the uh, it's crazy that he got the England job from England, that position England yeah. job yeah, no, but he's obviously fucking played for England. He's not. He's yeah. not. He's not it's just the a, captain. He's not just a League that, One manager. He's just taken Fulham to the Championship from League One. But I think he, he were at Newcastle yeah, the mean. season before, wasn't he? Yeah. He were at Newcastle the season before and just walked out. Yeah. So he got that, but he was brilliant with me. Oh, he was, was he good? Yeah. He was brilliant. First sign, and and it's exactly the same story with the the burger playing cards in the room on a, on an away trip. Can't remember who we were playing. So playing cards, eleven o'clock, boom, shut off. Playing cards, and I'm rooming with Steve Finnan. And I said, hey, Becky's like, we had food at seven. He's being rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I said, oh, what do you want? So I've got the menu. And he's gone, I'll have a tuna sweet corn on brown bread. <laughs> and a bottle of still fucking water. <laughs> I've gone, oh, all right, yeah, yeah. So I've gone, I'm thinking steak, ciabatta sandwich. <laughs> and I fuck, oh, fuck it, I'm having a burger. Mega burger. So I had a fucking cheeseburger, chips. Two pints of coke, <laughs> right? Not knowing, as soon as you ring down for room service, it goes straight to manager's room so at eleven o'clock. Right? What they let him know? Yeah, straight to Keegan's room. So about half an hour later, gets this phone call. Who's that? It's you, Jeff, isn't it? Yeah, I can tell your fucking accent. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, he says, uh, "Who's ordered the sandwiches?" I said, me gaffer, he said, who's ordered the tuna and sweet corn? I went, Finns, not a problem, boom, put the phone down. And I thought, fucking hell, you were a bit abrupt there kind of thing, he's not usually like that. So, tuna and sweet corn sandwiches come, bottle of water, no burger and chips. No <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even like tuna, so I can't even have a bite of Finns. <laughs> so he sat there eating that, watching TV and all that. I'm thinking, fucking hell, I'm starving. <laughs> got nothing, got no snacks or anything. Got down and I was, and again going to Fulham brought me personality out. Because I, I, I was in that environment, I was like really quiet. I'm like, all right, cookie, I'm right, lads, and all this. Apart from when I were on the pitch, but off the field, I was, I was pretty shy then. And like, he's got he's got the team meeting, he's got the clipboard up in the corner, and I'm sat there and I thought nothing of it. And he went, he sat stood there and he went, right, who had any food yesterday like this? And I've gone, I must have just gone. Boom, bright red stats. You know, when you get sweat at the top. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm going to get done here. 
and he'd gone Finns went me gaffer and a couple of other lads went yeah 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 what did you order and he went round the room and they went sat this sandwich this sandwich who the fuck ordered a burger and chips and two <laughs> pints of coke and everybody knew it on me because I'll bright red like that going oh, oh. he went fucking come here now like that and he stood me up in the front at the front and I'm stood in front of all players team meeting all the staff and all that and he were brilliant to be fair he just went listen he said, I've watched you he said how are you playing he said you've come from non-league says what he did yesterday is non-league mentality get into the professional thing like all these do watch how these learn and watch them he said watch what they do he said you'll get all the way to the top he said you find 500 quid Jesus, had to be he said bring it in Monday morning <laughs> I've gone here yeah, alright like gaffer so I've gone in I've got it out of my bank and I've gone like that gave him the 500 and he went yeah thank you and they went here you can get your missus summer he says and fucking bring me the receipt like that. So he never took That's money off me. He ought to took it in a Burger King bag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't even thought of that. I didn't even thought of that. He had to go man management. Yeah, like he could have killed you, Do you mentally. Know like, I just went, yeah, I'm going to change kind of thing. Don't get me wrong, I still went out for a beer and all that. But if he hung you out to dry, and oh, God, yeah. you, you might have gone in your shell even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was brilliant with it. He was brilliant. Like, he'd, the sessions, he'd, he'd, he'd go on a morning, he'd go, right, lads, come on. So they'd be like, Five strikers, off we go. So we'd just fuck off for an hour and just do shooting drills all the time. Doggies, boom, bang. Not not train with them three days a week. Just a shooting practice mm. all the time. It was brilliant with it. Absolutely brilliant. Loved him. I did love him. Gutted when he left to go to England. So, which I was gutted because I thought I'd, I'd come there for him as well. So, do you know what I mean? To work with him. Yeah, yeah. But brilliant. So that still must have been mad though, the, the fact that 12 months, 12 months prior, you've only played, you've, you've oh. come up and played 10 games. Then you're at Fulham, and now you've got Carl Sanders Riedler coming in, oh. World, World Cup winner. Unreal. And you're, you're, you're his you know, strike partner. Do you, do you know what's the thing about it? The saddest thing about it, I don't know footballers, right? He's coming, I've gone, all right, mate, Carl, how are you doing? Blah, blah. Didn't even know we were. <laughs> <laughs> won the World Cup with Germany and everything. <laughs> and we're all right, pal, bang, and all this. <laughs> Same with Christoph Dugri when he came to Blues. I didn't realise how, how good he were and what he'd won. Eh? You know, when you're Googling, going, He's won the World Cup, he's playing up front with Christoph. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but when, when I first signed for for Fulham, we played we played on the Saturday. <laughs> the Barnsley Bricklayer. Barnsley Bricklayer. That's well, where we call me. Barnsley Bricklayer and the, the something the from Bordeaux. The from Bordeaux. Yeah, something from Bordeaux, <laughs> they call him. That, that were the headlines in the paper. Barnsley Bricklayer and the something from Bordeaux. So, like, the first game at Fulham, uh, we've we beat Walsall 4 when I've come on as sub. One apiece. I think I set, I, I did really well. Set two, scored the fourth. And then Chris Coleman, we're all in the changing room, he said, oh, what are you doing now? I said, well, I've got to get back home, like. I said, my missus up there. He went, oh, we're all going in and out. Just ring her. He said, yeah, there's my mobile phone, so I didn't have one. Ring her and just tell her we're training tomorrow. We'll have a night out. I'm thinking, I'm fucking, all right, yeah. <laughs> my life's going to start changing now, really. <laughs> he went, I went, and I'm not being paid up. So I got a bit of dough, but not a lot. He said, don't worry. He said, I will sort it out. It's all sorted out. So I've gone back to Finns has got changed. I've made the worst dress sense ever. I've got double, double denim on, right? <laughs> double denim and white socks, man, and black shoes. I looked all right. What were uh, you thinking? No, I don't know. Seriously, I don't know. It, it were all designer gear, Armani, but I still looked a knob. <laughs> and I still get ribbed to it when I always see it, when I go down and see him and all that. But like, we've gone out and it's got all these cars laid on for us and all that. And I'm not used, I'm used to getting it. Were you, Mrs. Were you, uh, My ex, Mrs. Yeah, up in bars and she were, she were all right. I just said, I'm training Sunday. 
I can't get back, I'll come back next weekend. And I think I went back about four weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> I was divorced in about three months. It didn't take me long. So cookies, so we've got these cars, and they're not even, taxis are like limousine kind of things. Not the long ones, but like, all oh, with leather seats and all that. Fucking having a bit of this. So it goes into this bar called Titanic. And uh, and that was, the, that was in club then down in London. So I've gone in like that. And sat there. What, do you want to drink? And... They're all on champagne. I said, just get me a pint of fucking lager. I said, I don't want... It was a vodka Red Bull then. Can you remember vodka yeah. Red Bull and all that? But it's still going now, isn't it? They're all on that. I said, I just want a pint of lager. So I'm stood there and I'm like, look at this bloke. He's looking at me. I keep, I keep doing double takes. I'm going like, fucking make up, no. And then, all of a sudden, this absolute world he walks past and I'm just like, I'm just like, looking at it like that. And she goes and kisses this bloke and kisses you, Grant. Liz Early. They're like fu- mad Fulham fans They're coming up to us and others. I'm thinking, I want a brick lane side two months. <laughs> Money with two mad tights. I'm sat, I'm sat there and you. then we go to this other bar called... I got it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> called Sugar Reef. So come in and, and in the nightclub, he's got this massive Fulham shirt. So obviously he's a Fulham fan, Mark, Mark Fuller. So uh, I said, hi, Mark Bloy. He said, oh, brilliant, Jeff. I've watched you loads of times. I'm sat there. And I'm sat on this like mushroom seat, so you, your back's here. So everybody else is round back, and I'm like, there's a bird outside of me. And I'm going, oh, holy shit. It's only the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane, night. I ain't spent a bean. I'm getting chauffeured around London. I'm in Dumble Denim. I'm like, I'm like that with my socks on and cover my socks up. <laughs> so I'm sat here, and I'm just I'm thinking, oh, this, is, this is, is good. This is, I've got no mobile phone to take pictures. Sunday morning, I've got up, I've gone straight to a payphone to tell the lads. I'm ringing everybody. They're going, nah, nah, we don't believe you, we don't believe you. But Mark Fuller is Simon Fuller's brother, who used to own the Spice Girls. So they were in all the time and all that. So it was like Wellington Street, Titanic. But it got Big the, difference. It got the Spice Girls in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're a regular. Yeah. But me, my, life, my life just changed like that. It was just madness how my life changed. Everything, like, just free. Like Bob Geldof's Bad Bobs are called it, just in Common Garden. Just go in and there's, yeah, yeah, not a problem. There's a tab on, it's all paid for. Boom, paid for. It's unbelievable. Brilliant, this. Who's picking Different up the world, tab? Man. I had a clue. I didn't I didn't give a shit. From Barnsley, man. Split that in half. Is that the last time you wore double denim? That, oh, yeah. Never, never did double denim after that. Never did double denim. Did it change then when uh, Tigana came in? Yeah, he, he, come, he come in and totally changed it, by the way. Don't get me wrong, I went from non-league burgers to then the pasta and all that. Still had a beer and enjoy me, enjoy yeah. my life, but then Tigana come in. Pre-season usually starts, what, first week in July? We were back the 14th of June. Oh, no. The old testing one? Oh. Are we m- straight in? No, straight down to uh, Nigel Mansell's place in Plymouth, just outside Plymouth, yeah. for two weeks solid. We went down there and it were like... Six o'clock in the morning, half, no, half six, boom, be in reception. Oh, I'm thinking, what the fucking hell is this? Boom, no breakfast, five mile run straight, five mile run straight off, boom, fat burner, bang. And then, is this everybody? Everybody. everybody. Even, yeah, if they, ev- even if the lads weren't fat? They so you want a fat club, want a fat burning <laughs> club. So it was like, boom, then you got in there. It wasn't like the buffet where you've got your Rice Krispies and like your scrambled egg beans and toast and all that. It was like, glass of water, apple, Orange and whatever, and a bit of muesli or whatever, boom, that's all you're eating for, for that. 
And I was looking, thinking, Jesus Christ. I'm thinking, we're going to have a beer to cook it. I said, no, we can't. We're not going to get one here. He said, no chance. No, not with the meal. So it was not to sell alcohol, to serve as alcohol or anything like that. So everything was measured. Boom, boom, boom. I got to about day eight. Uh, Louis Sahar come in. He come in and started training, which he were were my swap, so he wasn't a bad swap, but I preferred him. And my agent rang me and just said, listen, Blues have been on, on the phone. Uh, they want you to uh, they want you to go up and sign. So Tigana didn't really say how he said, yeah, yeah, he said. Uh, Weren't his type of player? I want his type of player. He said I was too aggressive. I, was, I don't know where he got that from. To be <laughs> <laughs> so that's Jim Gannon. At any, <laughs> any point in the eight days, did anybody in that thing, tell you what, lad, we'll just get a fucking pl- a taxi into Plymouth. Now, not even cookie. He didn't even do it. Now he just went, now let's give him a chance and all this. And they walked it that season. I think they got 106 yeah, or 108 points. Lee Clarky were there, Lee Clark, uh, Sean Davis, Louis Sahar, Goldbeck, Cookie, who else were all. He was trying to get rid of the old school, the old school, mm-hmm. our kind of type players and bring the continental stuff in. They, they absolutely walked it. I think 106 points or something they got. Was it Bruce that signed you then? No, Tricky Trev, Trevor Francis. Trevor Francis. Oh, Trev. man. Yeah, so I went up there. Worst thing about it. I've gone up there and I'm thinking, we trained at Roehampton at Fulham, so it were all, all the top food, the BBC players, it were all top food, rugby, England lads trained there, so the pitches were immaculate, everything were immaculate about it. Went up to Birmingham City and I thought, it's a massive club, massive fan base, 30,000, 25,000 every game. They took me to the club, signed, and I signed for quite a lot of money, I think it was just under 3 million, 2.2 and then add-ons and all that, which were a lot of money in 2000. when I had me medical at Fulham, it was a two-day medical coming from non-league. I went to Fulham. I'd already signed my contract in the office, and it were already done. Not subject to medical and all that. It were already signed. So I signed five years. So, went, so you medical medical at Birmingham? were after you? I, w- I went up to yeah. I went up to Birmingham City. Went to the ground. Physio met me in the changing rooms at Blues, and he no word or a lie. He sat me there. I sat there. He said, "I'll take your shirt off. Took my shirt off." He went like that with my knees. Tapped my knees twice. Got my arms, went like that, and just went, yeah, you've passed. Job done. That was it. The thing is, if the contract's signed, it doesn't really matter. Right? And it, it was signed, he just went, yeah, you signed. If and job then, done. took me to a training ground. Oh my God, what stills I call it. It's the worst training ground I've been to. It was worse, <laughs> worse than Halifax. It was worse than Halifax. There were two showers that worked. There were no eating in the building. We had to go to a cafe opposite the road, which were called Pube Caf. Every time you went in- Pube in Caf? Pube, because you found pubes in your two <laughs> <laughs> That whoa, 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 that the, he went, what's that? Oh, <laughs> man. That's not an eyelash. It's not an eyelash. <laughs> yeah, I was still eating it. Like, you know what I mean? I'll eat anything. Flick like, it off. Yeah, 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 flick it off. <laughs> so, so the training facility was absolutely garbage. Oh, crap. I hated it. Went and far oh, regret this. Do you know what I mean? You've got though, five years here. Potentially five years here. Five years. I've got five years here. But they started changing it. And Did you move to Birmingham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved, yeah, I moved to Birmingham then. Moved up and I've been here ever since, 20, nearly 20 years now. Apart what, from when I went to Leeds. What was Francis like? One of the best players I've ever played with. And he was 43 year old. The first training session, he's come and he's gone. Uh, he said, yeah, yeah. So he's got all the strikers. I think me, Adi Bola, young AJ, Furlong. So he's gone, this is what I want you to do, boy. So he's, Mick Mills has chipped the ball up to him. He's chested it, boom, top corner. Got it again, boom, bottom corner, boom, I want you to that corner. And he's just scoring about five goals out of five. <laughs> he's thrown it to me, it's hit my chest, and I've leaned back and it's gone, fuck <laughs> you, straight over the crossbar. And he's just gone, fuck you, 
He's just shaking his head. Is that, is that, he ink, was that, that good? Is that ink dry? Yeah. Send him back. Oh, we just, we just pay that kind of money for him. <laughs> send him back. <laughs> but lovely fella, but he want a good man management. He, he, he couldn't, he couldn't manage players. He'd rather you ever thirty quid glass of wine than a pint of Stella, and he couldn't get that. He couldn't grasp that. Right. He was silver spoon fed kind of thing. Don't get any, you could bully him as a as a manager. Yeah, you could man. bully him. So yeah. the lads liked him, but he just didn't liked have him. The he just didn't have the respect. And the but like which, which when you googled him, it's mad to think exactly that. Sixteen year old, and he, he scored in the top flight an hat trick on his debut at sixteen. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That takes some doing. And the, the, every every Blues fan you ever say, uh, I've got a bit of rapport with the Blues because I scored against the Villa twice. And I went in goal, but he's everybody you say about him, it's like Trevor Francis legend and all this. And he, he won't, he, he were at, but as a manager, he just didn't have it. And, and so I, too I, nice. were it too nice? Oh. Yeah, he was too nice. And I, I can remember, I the first game against Fulham, and it lasted 11 minutes. I've gone through on a one on one and I've slipped. And Mike Taylor's come, hit his knee against me, thigh there, and I got a blood clot, so I got carried off. Got a blood clot, so I were out like eight, nine weeks. So it got to seven, eight weeks, and you know what it's like. You're in every day, nine o'clock, swimming, doing this rehabilitation, all that. And I tried to keep off the top. I, odd time I had one, but not not major. And it got to like the Friday Friday afternoon. We were playing. I think we were playing Plymouth or somebody away. I said to the physio, "I was going to be fit the Saturday after." So I got to the physio. I said, "Listen, uh, I ain't coming in Saturday Sunday." He went, "Why?" I said. I'm going on the fucking piss. I said, my head's popped. I said, I've been off it for six weeks. I'm going up Broad Street. It's like Wellington Street, but it's even better. better. But it was then. So I've gone, I'm going on the piss. He went, no, you can't do that. I says, I'm telling you, I'm being honest with you. I'm not coming in. There's no point coming in because I won't be there. I'm not coming in Saturday. I'm not coming in Sunday. I'll train Monday. I'll be fit for Saturday. Well, you're going to have to come tell the manager. I said, I'm not telling him. He's just gone on the coach. He's gone. I said, "Uh, see you Monday. So he's like assistant physio. He's like, he's, he's like panicking like that. Said, what do I do? Co- I've still got to come in. I've still got to come in. I said, well, I'm not coming in. It's just a waste of time. Don't fucking come in. So I've not turned in and got in Monday morning. So I've been on it sat- Friday. I've been on it Friday, Saturday. I had a couple Sunday, but I, I were all right Monday. So I've come in ready to train. Tricky Trev's coming. Knocked on, knocked on the change room. Said, I need to see you in the office. All right, so I'm sat there. And he's gone. Jeff, he said, uh, what you doing? He's, you mean record signing? I said, gaffer. I said, my head popped. I said, I needed a beer. He said, I'll be fit for Saturday. He went, I'm going to have to find you. I went, you fucking not. I, said, I, ain't, I ain't having that. I said, I'll be fit Monday. Uh, I'll be fit Saturday. He went, I'm going to find you. He said, I'm going to find you a week's wages. I went, no, you fucking not. I said, I'm not having it. He went, no, you know. a thousand pound. I went, no. He said, I'm not having it. He said, 500. Also, <laughs> oh, the thousand was a question. He was asking you. Yeah, he was asking me questions. Not saying thousand. He's going, thousand. You're negotiating. I'm negotiating here. <laughs> and he's gone, uh, oh, well, what are we going to do? I said, Gaffer, I'm going to be fit. I'm going to train today. All week I'll train. I said, I'll come in on the midday off on a Wednesday. I said, I'll train. I'll be fit for Saturday. He went, 50 pounds and a bottle of wine. I went, yes, done. How are you? Deal. 50 quid, I got fine. For going here for two the days. Bo- the bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. I don't I think he already liked his red. So I don't even know what I got. It'll have been cheap as well. I want to say it all right, don't I? He doesn't like confrontation. Yeah. Straight away. He hates confrontation. As soon as he'd done that, I went. I can get away with anything. I'm, I could I can do anything. Yeah. yeah. I can boom. 
So every like pre-season trips he took us on, boom, straight down, straight down the drain pipe, we're out. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And I knew you weren't, you weren't going to get done. Yeah. Never I, did it to like Brucey, Robbo, Keegan. I, I got you just too much not respect. To. I just went, now nah, I can't do it. Like, see, that's that, that's that's not that's respect. Not as, obviously, I, I imagine you respected him as a, a man. Of course, I did. And yeah. A player. Yeah, yeah, of course. And what he's done in the game, mm. but. Soon as you know you can get away with stuff, it's what you're fucking. It's like the losing the changing, it's like losing the changing room, isn't it? Yeah. If you go back to that, it's completely different when Bruce come in then. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. He come in and went. For, for a lot of managers coming and go, you fuckers are not fit. And it was international break, and he come in and went right. He said, anybody booked holidays? Like obviously you get five or six days off, and uh, a few hands went up. We went, phone your missus phone your missus, cancel them. Said you're in for seven days solid, morning, afternoon. See, that were risky. From Bruce, that were Coming risky. Coming in like that. But it sounds like for what you've just had with Francis, I bet most lads were like, needed. here we go, lads. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've got somebody think, in who, uh, We were 12 when he took over. We were 12. Come in, he absolutely beasted. He, he did us these Man United runs called the W's and the M's. So you start off on the corner flag, you go straight, come to the centre circle, go back to that one, and back to that one. Mm. And you do that 12 times, three sets. <laughs> one off, one off, one on, two off, so you boom, <laughs> boom, boom. That was just one, that was just one running exercise. That's just one. He said skulls, he gigs and all that. He said, this is what these do constantly, every day, boom, boom, boom. That's what they do, sure. getting the fitness. He battered us for seven days, but God, boy, were we fit. But at the end of the seven days, we got two days off. He says, boom, some money there. Go and get a beer. Go and have some food and all that. He's done well there. Do you know what I mean? You've you worked hard. Do you know what I said when I said it's dangerous? He could have lost the lads, got bummed straight yeah. away like now that. Now we knew we needed it. Yeah. yeah. We got complacent. And people go, you shouldn't get complacent. You've been paid well. You're a footballer. No matter what happens, you just you just seem yeah. to. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, it's a, I don't know if it's English mentality or whatever it is, but... He just seemed to get a bit complacent, and we did. So he just got us fit, and we ended up getting to the playoffs. And coming from being 12 and getting promoted, it, it was unbelievable. We still had to pay for his own drinks as well. What on the night? We were stopping at the Vale of Glamorgan, and we went back there. We'd gone underneath, though, and Brucey brought all his mates. So there was Sam, Brian Robson, Ferguson. There were all the big hitters in the corner, and they're all stood there like that. And we've gone to the bar. After we've just got promoted, so we've earned, I think it was 40 million then, wasn't it? Just like, mm. 30 or 40 million the club got, something like that. And it's gone to the bar, and we've gone, oh, whatever, vodka and coke, beer, blah, 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 and all this. And oh, that's 128 quid. Well, that was a gaffer, so we've got to pay for it. And he went, nah, he said he put it on my card. He says, but yeah, we've got to pay for it. I says, the club not putting out one for us. He went, nah. That's just in that door. Okay, Crazy, isn't it? That's when Carts scored the penalty, wasn't it? Carts, yeah, yeah. Carts. Oh, yeah, Darren Carts. He was 17, he was only 17, yeah. 17. Birmingham fan. Yeah. You did you take Brilliant. Now I got dragged off. <laughs> Run myself into the ground. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to be either the fourth or the fifth. It's yeah. He's so it's glad I won't, man. It's a big My ass would be going like that. <laughs> Five pence, ten pence. <laughs> but Carts were brilliant. 17 year old. And all his family are absolutely... Cool, Avant blues fans, mad blues yeah. fans, yeah. So it was brilliant for him. Were you there with Kenny Cunningham? Yeah, yeah, Kenny, yeah. He's yeah. been brought up a few times. Because he, he hates Bruce, doesn't he? Yeah. He, what happened with. Uh, he had a bit of a bust up. I think I'd left. I'd left to go. So when I were at Blues, we got promoted. 
And again, going back to it, every time I get team promoted, I, I get fucked off. <laughs> go, off you go, so not good enough. But now nah, he brought Bruce, uh, Bruce, he brought Mikel Forsellin from Chelsea on loan, who did brilliant. Clinton, he, he were there. Uh, character Clinton, innit? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you get character. on with him, though? Is he one of them he that you... All right. Yeah, he were all right. You had to put him in his place a couple of times. Do you know what I mean? Did he to shoot you? They were a, do you know something? I'm just trying to think now. They're a bit of a bust up at QPR. And I'm sure his mum come in. I'm bagging that over the top. I'm, Rufus Brevitt, who I were at Blues. It was at Fulham. It was Blues Fulham. They played at, uh, at QPR ground. When, when Craven Cottage was getting developed and summer happened and like his mum's come in and like threatened Rufus and all that. Our, 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 our thingy with Rufus. I'm sure that's what it was. It was, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's like, he's, I'm a gangster man and all that. I went, shut up, man. I'm from Barnsley. Don't be giving it all that to me. Don't be giving it all that. When Christoph come in, that must have been, a, you know, this World Cup winner. I mean, he were a, he were a smooth operator, wasn't he? Smooth and he wasn't just that, he was a great player and he got everything. When he, when he walked into room and Brucey went back to that, he said, It's like when Cantona walked into room, which I've yeah. never met Cantona. I said, When Cantona walked into room, everybody just looked at him. An aura. In aura. And it's just, a French thing. With quiet. I don't know what it is. They just, just got, around with just like got a, something about them. An they? arrogance or an yeah, um, pizzazz. Would you say arrogance? Pizzazz. No, I wouldn't say arrogance. I think he knew he were good. Do you know what I mean? And he, he most probably knew he were a lot better than us. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really the way you train you are anyway you say it's a bad badly yeah badly <laughs> what was that French accent <laughs> <laughs> how many of them you had <laughs> not at all but it, we, we went to pre-season went to uh, Malaysia tour uh, where Chelsea went and Newcastle and Brucey were in the room in the foyer and Brucey's giving us he's saying listen you can have one day where you can have a beer and enjoy yourselves and play golf they have to rest day and all of a sudden we sat there and he's, he's giving his orders and when we've got to be up for breakfast and all that, itineraries. And all of a sudden you hear this ding and the lift's open, this Christoph, he's had his hair done. It looks like some out of Vidal's suit. <laughs> he's got a white linen shirt and down to his belly button where the, the St. Christopher on ripped jeans and flip-flops. And the gaffer goes, oh, gaffer, uh, it's Christoph, where are you going? He went, going out, gaffer. Boom, straight out in a taxi into town in Malaysia. Nothing said. But nothing said. Six o'clock in the morning he comes in. <laughs> I'd have loved to see him. Unbelievable. I'd love to see him fought him when that lift door opened. <laughs> so what, I know it's Christoph Dewey, but I'm surprised Bruce has let that happen. I am as well. If I'm but you're not raging. Good. There's players thinking, fuck me. Well, we're thinking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're just, Sounds like from taking we were, out, doesn't we were it? In aura, we were in horror. Not in horror, but you just look at him and go, when he got the ball in, the, in training, you just like applauded. Mm. You're seriously just, you're just like, what's he doing? Try kicking him, couldn't get near him. Couldn't get near him. And he was he wasn't small. He was like six foot two and athletic as well. Do you know what I mean? Do you think Bruce had got probably got the like mindset of I'm fucking just lucky to have him? I, I think so, yeah, yeah. I'll let, yeah. I'll lay him off a little bit because I, I we shouldn't really have him at this point. No, well, I think when, when he went on loan and he was staying at hotels and everything, when he signed permanent, he, he obviously got an house in Dorridge in, in the local area where we were and uh he wore, once we had a game on a Saturday, he'd gone Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe come back Wednesday or Thursday. Now, if you're playing well and you're winning games, we weren't bothered. That's fine. Because we were getting the bonuses and we were, do you know what I mean? We're, we're enjoying it, but if we're in on a Monday or a Tuesday, running his tits off, which we did sometimes, then it's not, it don't look good, does it? Yeah. Christoph, but listen, Christoph had it in his, most probably in his contract. Well, did, how did Bruce actually get him then? Well, he told, me and Debs were really close with Brucey, and uh, the thing that happened, he said, oh, 
he said, listen, he said, I'm flying out today, so I've got a player here, a proper player who's going to, hopefully going to sign for us. So a couple of days after, he said, I've only fucking got him. I've only made that squid call and tell us when I can't. He's a proper press release and everything. It's got to be done properly. I can't tell you because you'll tell everybody. So he's coming, and obviously we've signed Christophe Dugan, and I didn't know he was, so I'm Googling him and not going, World Cup winner, playing with uh, Zinedine Zidane, all these top players. And... Uh, and he said, he said, oh, she said, never, ever have I seen anything like it. He said, got into the, uh, into the car, pulled up at this house and he said, I've, I've got a nice house, said, but I've seen this house. And I said, this is house? And he went, no, nah, no, nah, it's his gate house. So he said, you're fucking joking. <laughs> so he's gone up this road and he said, he said, he's not lying. He said, it must have been nigh on two miles to his house. He gets to the top of the hill. And he always said to me, he said, he said, can you remember at Gladiator when he dies? And he comes back home to his wife and his kid yeah, yeah. and he's doing that in the cornfields and it's a massive thing he said that's what it just looked like they were all vineyards and he said he got to the door he said the butler opened the door in like a <laughs> suit and everything ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Open the door. He's gone through this. He's not fucking Batman, is he? <laughs> oh, no, <the> French <laughs> Batman. <laughs> But he's just got there, he's opened, he's opened the door and Christoph sat on his patio with a glass of red wine and he just, Bruce, he said to his he went, I ain't signing him. And he, he, he got him, signed him, same day. So he just didn't think there were any chance that he would come, so. to, I don't think so. come to Birmingham? No, I don't think so. Jesus, man. And was, but was he, he good? He, was he good for Birmingham? Yeah, he like, was brilliant. When he, the season on loan he was, when he come like for three months, he because we were in the Premier League and we were... You know, it's like when you're getting promoted, you're fourth and fifth, and you're, you're treading water all the time, trying to get near them top five, top six. It's, it's too much hard graft. So, he, we were playing against Southampton, and he's it's one of the best games I've ever seen an individual player have. He was just megging people, flicking it, back healing, everything like that. And he did something, about, after about 70 minutes, he did something, he, he fouled somebody. And the ref, we were like 20 yards away, and the ref went, and he just stood there. And he just looked, and I was signing Christoph, and, I, and he's, I'm like nodding Christoph, right? And he's gone, ref's gone. And he just went, and he did that to the ref. <laughs> you come to me. The ref, it's on video, the ref walked to him. <laughs> and had a word with him, and he just went, oh, oh whatever. Oh. They just jogged, oh, just jogged. No, no, no. So oh, he, come here. he got that effect, he got that effect on people. He really had. Some player. See, some anybody player. listening to this probably think he sounds like a knobhead, but. Far from it. On yeah. nights out, we, we've been a. We went like to do's. Uh, we went to like a Midlands award, and I went with my missus, and the a Sav went with his missus, and then Christoph come, and he's come with his dad and his two brothers. And we're all sat around the table, and God, oh, what, what did your brother do? Christoph just went, he's got me. <laughs> uh, he's got like a thirty grand roll. Like, he's all geared up and everything. So, oh, what's your other brother? He's got he's me. Got me. Like that. And that's all he said. Went around. He went. They've got me. He just thought he was just ordering brandy and whiskeys, bottles and everything. But he was, he was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. What a top fella. Best you played with? Do you know something? A lot, a lot always ask me this. What's the best ever player 
you've ever played and on ability and it's hard for me to say this side because he used to play for Aston Villa and it's Stan Collymore Jesus yeah. on I played with Fulham for three months he come from Aston Villa to Fulham on loan Paul Bracewell got him boy was he a player yeah. did you get on with he him? Like, yeah he was, he was well he was, he was sound as a pound but he was just he, he was either the best player on the park and you couldn't get near him he was like Christopher but he was six foot four Big, strong, edit, two feet. You know, like you were at Liverpool and Forest. Mm. You were like that, and you're just thinking, wow. If it had, had been right mentally and all that, he'd have got over 100 caps for England. He were that good. But then there were days where you, I'd be running, because I was playing up front with him, running around and thinking, come on, come on, mate. You've got more than this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. At least try and he were frustrated. He was try, but yeah. he were brilliant. He were unbelievable. But again, I played with Carl Riedel at Fulham. Yeah. What a player he was. Just knew, just knew the back of the net all the time. And he gave me the best advice ever as a striker. And a, a lot, I hear a lot of coaches say, now nah, he went, the goals never move. I said that to me. Because sometimes you just shoot and you, you won't even look. And you think, it went, the goals never move. So I know where I am on the pitch, the goals never move. It's, it's right, really. You think about it. He won the World Cup at all, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the back from Barnes. They look, they look. They look just from Barnes. These World Cup winners. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, what does that Orthfield mean? He <laughs> <laughs> needs a fucking World Cup with him. Make him play, make him run a bit more. Get the best out of him. We'll put a, we'll put a lazy fucking World Cup winner up there. Remember when um, Elk? Oh, I can't pronounce his name. Enkelman let it under his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it you that scored? Yeah, yeah. That was my first ever Premier League goal. It's just been the, I think, like the anniversary thing in September. Just gone. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know if he touched it. I scored the last goal. That was my first ever Premier League goal against Aston Villa. I was, I was substitute. I only come on for about fifteen minutes. But run under his foot. Yeah, he got. I don't know if it hit him or not. And somebody slapped him on the face. Yeah, somebody came on. Yeah. Came yeah. On, yeah. That, so Which is silly. As a as a Blues player, yeah. scoring against Villa, you just immortalised. Proper, proper. Uh, not not being bigheaded about it. That's all that everybody ever talks about. But the good thing about it, we went to because they were a lot better players. You know, they got they've got all the top players. So they got Barry. They got Endry. They got Big Dion. Merced, they've got all them yeah. kind of players, top, top players. And we'd just come up. We hadn't played him in a derby for 17 years. And uh, it was just, everything about it was just Blues Villa, Blues Villa. As soon as that picture come out, that's all anybody would rather about. From August to September, they never spoke about anything else apart from this game. Not a word. And I can always remember Melberg, Melberg and Larson, the two centre-halves, that's who the two centre-halves were. And Melberg put in the paper on the Thursday, uh, I've never even heard of Birmingham City and I've never heard of any of the players and that was it that's all he, that's all he said to someone about really derogatory about us so then Brucey Brucey's team talk we've done all the set players and done everything about it and he come in like the team talk and all that they named the team before so he put the, the board up that's the team and then he just got his finger and he just went boom read that fucker <laughs> what he's just put and we tore him to bits in the tunnel and I mean frightened him to death growled at him and just went I'm going to kill you and all that that's all we did you could just hear it petrified they're only they're only big Dion that would stood at stand up and little Wright he actually I were at Leeds with little Left Alan back. Wright little Alan Wright he were like yeah come on have it kind mm. of thing that's that's everybody else when, just um, went whoa yeah when because I remember speaking to Dion about it yeah. when him and Savage had a yeah thingy. that was at the away get that was the away one so we won 3-0 uh, at home on the why they put it on a Monday night I do not know but they put both of them on a Monday night where they were out all day on the pop and just scrapping, and I mean proper scrapping, but like Dion, I still don't know. Everybody asked me, so what did he say? What racist did he say this? Did he say? 
I have still to this day do not know. People go, nah, you must do. I were on the bench again. Mm. Bruce put me on the bench again. Both times, a bastard. <laughs> uh, but I managed to get, again come on and, sc- and score. Do you know what I mean? And that were at the alt end with all the fans were. Blues fans just love it. Is like, that the game when you went in goal as well? And then I went in goal for 12 minutes. So I, I always sell out when we do all things like this. I, say, oh, I even took the piss out. I felt sorry for you. So I went in goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what winds them up. Like, Shut up like that. So they don't like that. <laughs> but they were some games. But they were the, the most hostile games I've played in them. Yeah. Brutal. The amount of scraps I've been up in on Broad Street and all that because of the Villa fans. You still, still get a few comments now? Like no, not, re- not really. Area. I think once you get a bit older, we have the yeah, banter and all that. I drink with all, all my mates are Villa fans. I drink with them in the pub and all that. So we have we have a proper good laugh. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I wouldn't have been able, my locals only like a mile away, I wouldn't have been able to walk in there 15 years ago. I'd have got shot. And I mean I'd have got shot. Shot? I'd have got shot or stabbed, seriously. How bad is that? It's that bad. It's... Shocking. Thing is, you just need to look at what happened with Grealish. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Moment. Absolutely shocking what happened there. And he's a working class lad that's got no football violence or anything like that. It's from Tamworth, which Local. is like five miles away. Yeah. And just goes and does that. Good having Savage in as a teammate. Yeah, they like were all said. right. Most insecure man you'll ever meet. Yeah, yeah most insecure. I've still got his golf clubs in, in my car. I nicked him out of his car. I still don't even know that. But him 20 years. He does now. Yeah, he does now. I've just, I just opened the boot and took him. So, I, I was, so no, he was he golden. He was one of them where, and to be fair, he shit himself when he first signed for Blues because I was playing for Fulham at the time and we went to quarterfinal at Carling Cup and we lost on penalties. So Chris Coleman missed one. Kit Simons missed one. So I was the third penalty taker. So if I didn't score, we were out. So I've gone down, shit, to be fair, it's shite penalty. He saved it, I can't remember. I think it was Tim Flowers saved the ball like that. So I've run round, so they're all coming towards to uh, to congratulate Tim Flowers. So big, I played against Tags, though Tags, Walshit and Elliot. I was one up front and I got to go against them. <laughs> uh, and I, to be fair, I loved it. I went, yeah, couple, we'll have it. And it was just free for all for 90 minutes and the extra time. I we absolutely bl- loved it. And when they all come running up like that, Sav went like that in front of me face, like that. And I went like that to hit him and then pulled my hand back like that. Never said anything. And obviously he's Welsh. So Chris Coleman, Kit, Melville, every time they went on Welsh duty, they'd go, Knows to talk to you. Like <laughs> Put the phone on to me because I knew what we were going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck it. Anytime I see you, I'm going to kill you. I'm telling you, I'm going to beat you up and all this. And he shit himself. He come to Blues and he were like really, really scared. He come in change rooms and he were like, Are we all right? Like that. He thought, he thought I was going to like beat him. Yeah. <laughs> but he were, he were brilliant. He were different class, Sav. Really nice kid. Fucking shit bag, Sav. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he were, nah, he's good lad, proper good lad. Done well for himself and all, hasn't he? He's probably doing better now than. When he played, yeah. Playing. yeah, he's a good lad, proper good lad. But now he, he Mikel come in, and then Brucey he offloaded me to uh, offloaded me to Wigan. Right, he just said you're not going to play. I didn't. I can't remember you at Wigan. I only played. I, I signed for three years and played twelve games. So I went to Wigan. Nick Eden was there. Yeah, that's who got me there. Paul Jewell, <laughs> Jagsy were there. Jimmy Bullard, uh, McCulloch. So they were getting a good team. Uh, Teal, Gary Teal. Is this when they were they in the championship? Then? Cha- in championship, Blues were in Premier League, and he just went, "Listen, you're not gonna, you're not gonna play. You're gonna be off bench all the time." So well, I, I ain't staying. I said, "I'm not staying on the bench." I said, "I'm not that kind of person." I was 32 at the time, I think 32 ish. Did Birmingham get the money back that they paid for the Wigan? Mill. Do you know something? One point one mil. I think they, 
So they but got, they did a job for them. I've done a job for them. They got promoted and all that. So they got the door back on me. Yeah. Uh, went up to Wigan, did well up there, and we were playing. How it come about? I got tapped up by Mego Gary Megson. Uh, we were playing West Brom. Wigan was second. We were second. West Brom were top. Played them at home. I scored. We won one nil. And he come on the pitch. He said, "Oh, you're travelling from Birmingham. Travelling with junk." Up and down the M6, it was like two and a half hours there. Junky, Junk, yeah, <laughs> junky. Uh, so I was travelling up and down two and a half hours there and back. Uh, so Mego just said to me, listen, he said, uh, do you want to come? He says, I'll tell you when it went, well, when Lee Hughes were all having all that trouble. And he got oh, put down. Yeah. And he said he's going to get put down. He said, but he'll be there for a couple of months. So I want you for next season. So I ended up, I were at the Christmas do, it were our Christmas do at Wigan, and I was a mask. Right, <laughs> so I got all green paint. Look at this of the mascot. No, <laughs> uh, so I got all green paint, all in my ears, all down to here like that. I got in at like four o'clock in the morning. I was going to see the the West Brom chairman at like ten o'clock in the morning the day after. <laughs> so I've gone in. I've, we've come down. My agents, he's up in Manchester, so he's come and pick me up. Come down to thing, and I'm gone in this like boardroom, and I've I've got a massive hangover, and I'm sat there. So I put me I've put my feet on the table. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> got a walk I'm going oh like this plate of sandwiches and then this bald headed bloke walks and he said oh would you like any coffee I said nah nah so I've got an hangover so I'll just have water I thought you're a fucking waiter it's only chairman Jeremy Peace <laughs> <laughs> right, which I didn't know he's gone alright no worries shut the door my agent's gone yeah fucking idiot that's a chairman I've gone I've gone oh my god I've still got like green paint in here I'm doing this like that wiping all the green paint off got it all in my pores like squeezing it getting all the green paint off and then he come in I said oh sorry Mr. you've got to call him Mr. Chairman sorry Mr. Chair he said call him Mr. Chairman don't let Jason Kumas got fined a week's wages for calling him Jeremy got fined a week's wages Jesus some player he were, by the way. Yeah, Kumi. Oh, Kumi, yeah. So, shook his hand, he went, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mego come in and just went, you're what I need. I need you to get promoted, kind of thing. And we ended up getting promoted that season. Went straight up. Wigan lost in the playoffs. Yeah. Mego were brutal. Yeah, we've heard he's, he's featured a lot, hasn't oh, he? Uh, I love him. People, a lot of people don't like him. Mm. I love him, me. He was just straight as a die. This is what I want. We used to like the training. We used to call it Al-Qaeda ball. <laughs> and it was just it, that's what we used to call it man he'd just he'd get the ball and he'd just go right do this and he'd just he'd just want opposite to Jim Gannon he'd just want you to kick ten balls of shit out of each other getting ready for Saturday <laughs> right they got well there no hats no scarves in games no long sleeves short sleeves well, I won't bother I'm not bothered about the cold he was, he was just brutal absolutely brutal loved the run absolutely loved the run around Sutton Park four or five hours Sometimes an hour running off all the press ups and all that, like a four or five hour session. In, in that's in in the season. Did the in, lads like him as well? Some the majority. Did, some did. Some didn't. He, he was how he was. He was like like he's chewing on the side and his head just used to go redder and redder and redder. <laughs> but he got results. What enjoyable? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So I played one up front on my own quite a lot, even at home. Hmm. And it were hard work, but he got us promoted. I bet that's why the fans don't never really took. They to never him, really they? took to anywhere him he's been. But they were used yeah. to. They were used to Cyril. God bless him. Cunningham. God bless him. They were used to all that. Brian mm. Robson in the seventies playing top football. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But it, I, I loved him. But loads of people, loads of people hated him. Hated playing for him. You had to have respect for him. We went pre-season to Odense in Denmark, so we've gone over, and he's, this is the pre-season for the Premier League. 
So we've got there and he's got us all in, we're all in his tracksuits, sat there and we sat there near the right. And he's, he goes, he's chewing like that and, and he's got his, his face going redder. He's only talking to team like a team talking. <laughs> going, right, uh, we're here for 10 days, none of you are going out, blah, 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 you've got half a day and you can have three beers and that's it. And we're like, yeah, yeah, all right, God, we forgive Three. We're like, where's the nearest pubs? And where, where can we get out like that? And uh, gets up the day after, on the, on the third day of this, the third day he gets up and he's usually there for breakfast his first one up because he goes for a run he's into his fitness so he went for a run come back and have his breakfast no guy makes him he's all, all physio and, and all the assistant and all that no where's the gaffer oh uh, he's gone home he's gone to sign a player went to sign Jonathan Greening at the time who was a good mate with him now uh, and he went we went Fucking hell, that's it now, lads. Me, Andy Johnson, Paul Robinson, Sean Gregan. And we were like the senior pros and all that. So we've got, we've had done a session and we haven't got to be back for food till seven o'clock at night. So we've finished the session at one o'clock. And in Odense, it's like, it's like a street, but it's just coffee bars, but you can get alcohol in them. So they're like bars. So, so we're all sat there and like red hot. So we sat there about half two, got a cup of coffee. We've each got a bottle of wine under his legs like that. So <laughs> when all the staff are walking past and all the players, we drink, we're drinking coffee. So we get back at seven o'clock for food together. We eat all your food and all that together. And uh, we turns up at eight o'clock. Absolutely lagging. Hey, I mean, <laughs> Sean Gregan's hurt his arm. He's like this. So he's got his arm in like a cast. He's hurt his arm. So he's not trained. So he's not bothered. He ain't got to play. We've got a game the day after. It's just pre-season. We've gone in. And Andy Johnson, the long-haired Andy Johnson from West Brom, is a get him on, get him on here. By the way, hi. Oh man, he's brutal. He's brutal with people. So he's, uh, we've gone to the hotel, and this little pretty blonde bird, Danish, about eighteen, nineteen year old. Uh, Andy Johnson's gone four bottles of wine. She's gone. Oh, so sorry, sorry, we can't serve wine to you footballers and all. That. Got a private room, and he went. Get me four bottles of wine. So she's walked out like that, come back in. He went, he went, okay, watch this. So he's just got he got stripped naked, but stripped naked, he's got his long hair. Picks this carving knife up, but big knife like that, and he's gone, get me wine now. And he's just started chasing her, only messing about, chasing her through the hotel foyer. Right? Just messing about naked, his hair's all going like this and all that. Just chasing her. Like absolutely it's paralytic. So then he's come back. They've been messing about us for this food all over the walls and all that. He's got back chains. There's a casino underneath as well. So we've gone down there, got a drink, and we're playing roulette and whatever. Uh, and we've done exactly the same. Got the wine under there, got the coffee. Does the staff not know that you? No, staff ain't a clue. <laughs> staff have not got a clue. <laughs> the assistant, Frank, he's come down. He's coming to the casino. We're sat there. We've got we, like that with coffee. We're like that with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, coffee. coffee. You know, what's all that then? I'm taking that. So he took it off us. And he uh, phoned, obviously phoned Meg, so we had to have a, on a, on a voice like all of us. He went, oh, you, you're in trouble. You're all, uh, all fine in weeks' wages. Wait till you get home and all that. So, but he fined us, bump straight away. No, no, we, we, just, we just went, well, we're for grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're for weeks' wages, that. <laughs> we went out for about four days after that. We could only get done a week's wages. In two, so we, we know we weren't going to get any more fans. free pass. <laughs> so we, free pass, so we just went out then. That were it. So about Greening, what's this about putting a mirror up? Greening, oh, thickest man you'll ever meet in your life, and I don't mean I mean proper thick, 
thick is not the word. Right? How he's a coach, I do not know, and how he's done his badges. I got really good mates with him. Mego signed him, and, and he come, he come, and uh, he only lived right corner from me in something. So he's gone. Oh, uh, Jeff, I'm moving in, and all. I said, All right, no worries. He said, Do you anybody that can put pictures up and things? I said, Yeah. I said, Like uh, my new missus's like stepdad, she he can do all that. I said, oh, All right, then. So uh, he said, Well, I want to put this mirror up today. I said, oh, I'll, I said, Whatever. I said, I'll come round. So I'm round. So I tell he's got. Oh, do you want a coffee? So I'm sat there, and. The fireplace is there. I'm what I'm looking. I'm thinking, he ain't gonna, please tell me he's not going to do this. So he's got this nail. He's got a mirror. The frame's about that big. All the way around a wooden frame. So I'm thinking, this daft fucker's not going to hit this nail through this wood. It's not going to. It's, it's, it's a mirror. Uh, it's not going to stay up. He only get. He puts it up. He's, he's struggling. He's going like this and he's doing that. So he gets the nail, puts it on the mirror. Puts it on the mirror and just goes, <laughs> boom, straight through, and it goes. I've just gone, and I, I'd eaten them before, I've just gone, oh, and it's just gone. <laughs> what are you doing? He went, I thought he'd have gone through it. <laughs> on gospel, gospel. He, he, he thinks there's two sons. We're, we're in port, we're in Portugal pre season. We've had the ice baths, trained really hard, had the ice baths, so all sat down doing a stretch and all that. And he, He's gone to me and like Paul Robinson and I think Andy Johnston as well. He's gone. It's hot, this sun. It's really hot in here. We're going, yeah, yeah. We're thinking this is going somewhere because we we like just throw little <laughs> throw little things into making set things. Every day he said something stupid in Portugal, something just weird. So we sat there and he's gone. Uh, yeah, he said it's, it's it's really hot here. I said I know. It's boiling. It's about ninety degrees. He says yeah, it's it's different sun to England, isn't it? We we just all pause. He went. He said, yeah, there's one here and one in Portugal, isn't there? <laughs> We've gone, what? It's two sons. No, there's not two sons, John. There's one. He said, well, I come it's hotter here than it is in England. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he thought. That's what he thought. He was, he was absolutely brilliant. What a player, though. What a was player. Class, wasn't what a player. Yeah, you couldn't get the ball off him. In training, he was, he was brilliant. There's two sons. There's two put, sons. A, put a nail for a mirror. I'll never look at him the same. And, and, and he was like Del, he was like Del Boy, we were having a... And, and this is the same thing that happened on the same day. He's come round. He said, "Oh, come round and we'll." He went. Worst thing about it, he's gone. We'll play a game, Trivial Pursuit or something. I'm thinking <laughs> we can't play that, John. Also, he's gone. The girls will come round. So me, I think Chaps were there. Me, Chaps, John, and all the girls sat there. He's got a crate of beers and all that. Trivial Pursuit. And we're, and we're drinking these beers. I'm thinking, fucking all these beers. I've looked. It's not alcoholic. <laughs> Sport non-alcoholic beers. He didn't know. He kept going. Oh, I can drink me. I can drink and all this non-alcoholic bets and all this. So I've gone, John. We're not. I'm not having this. We're gonna to have to have a beer. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, Anna. He's Mrs. Scholar. Anna, go and uh, go and get some beers. She went. Yeah, yeah. Where are the keys? He went. Uh, they're behind the poor favour. Behind the what? He went. Yeah, the smelly stuff on the uh, <laughs> on the windowsill, the pot puree. <laughs> and, and he just thought it was like it was just like Del Boy saying it. Do you know what I mean? that, but that's real life. But he's being serious. He went. No, I didn't really mean to say that. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. So he like backtracks. He backtracks all the time. But really, really funny and a really nice lad. A proper nice lad. <laughs> and Brian Robson coming. He would. He would. He would different class. Absolutely different class. And obviously, I'd met him. Obviously, I've never played against him. wasn't good enough to play against him. But I met met him when we went up with Brucey to when we got promoted. We went up to Hale, right? So we ain't got time. So we got we got promoted. And Brucey said, "Listen, 
let's go up to Ale, go to my local, we'll have a few beers. So we've gone into this like local pub in just outside Old Early Edge, and these I think we were now Norman Whiteside sat there, Gary Bailey, Brian Robson, Gordon McQueen. There's a couple more, and they were just we we're just like. Yeah, it's all the Man United old boys here. Yeah. Must have done well. Must must have been a, a, a fruitful pub to own, I think. Before, <laughs> oh my God! All them money. But they were having a beer. They said, "Oh, congratulations and all that." And we, it, it were absolutely brilliant. I always remember Paul Devlin, who oh, I used to have a beer with, but he's he's only about he's about five foot two. He can't drink. He had four pints. Boom, he's gone. So we're drinking on the way up there, and all of a sudden, it's like boom, he's asleep at the bar in front of all these. Like we're talking to him and all that. So we end up next door at Nursery Home. And I know we shouldn't have, but we ended up taking a wheelchair. So we took, we got a wheelchair, <laughs> put Devs in it, and put like a blanket over him, and we wheeled him to every pub. Like, this, this, this is five o'clock in the afternoon, though. This is five o'clock in the afternoon, so we, we do that to him. Because uh, we gets in about, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the morning. And obviously we're like, all of a sudden, he's going down the corridor, boom, seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock, boom, boom, go. Don't forget, he's a like 16 hours kip, so he's bright <laughs> as a button. We're all worse for wear, boom, banging on all the doors. And uh, gets up, said, All right, Dev, so we're having breakfast, go back on the all day session. Some of the lads are playing golf, so we want him to golf. So, me, Dev's, a few of the others want, not, not really into golf, so said, Go and have a beer. So, we've gone into this, I think it's, it's Mere Golf and Country Club, not much more, Mere Golf and Country Club. There's two snooker tables here, so we're sat having a going in the bar. Bruce is already in there with Sir Alex Ferguson, sat having a drink. So obviously he's congratulating him and he's got promoted to the Premier League. And there's these two old blokes and they've got the bow ties on the waistcoats and the proper posh, posh old men. Paul Devlin just goes, oh, what's this I'm going to fucking do? He just runs up and dives on the snooker table and all the balls just fly, <laughs> all, fly all over. He's done a Klinsman. Bruce, yeah, Klinsman. Bruce has just looked at him and gone, Looked at Sir Alex because it's his club as well. It's not he don't own it, but it's his golf club and all that. And he's Ferguson's just walked over. He was gold, and he walked over and he just went. Listen, he said, "I apologise for that. They've just got promoted to Premier League." He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "Anything you want, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you." So he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. And I spoke to him after Alex Ferguson, and, and this is how good he was as a manager. And I never used to like him on Man United because I like love, love Liverpool. But he come up to me. He said, "He said, Jeff, brilliant what you've done." He said, "I can remember you when you were at Halifax, Witten." Uh, and Geisley and I said oh what do you mean he said well you went here that year then you did this then you did that and I went how did you know that he said oh you know everything about non-league so from Northern Premier to like uh, the top non-league nationwide and all, all the way through he said I know every player mad isn't it yeah I wonder what he thinks of us knowledge <laughs> I might know you but he was at Wellington Street <laughs> but now he would just you know something that sticks in my head yeah. all the time he just went I knew everything he knew everything about me I just thought for him to know, because I'll never get nowhere near Man United, but for him to know different kind of players all the way through, just shows how good he was. Yeah, yeah. Just shows how good he was. Megson went, Robson comes in in November. Yeah. We spoke to yeah. Ian Campbell about this. You bottom at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. No team's ever survived after being bottom. And he takes you to Florida. He brought, he brought Kevin. He brought Kevin, Stevie Watson in. Yeah. Uh, so he brought some older, experienced players who he thought. We'd, we'd already got a tight knit, but he, he just brought us all together. And Cam's what? He, he was in the middle of it all the time. Do you know what I mean? Because you've, you've been in football uh, dressing rooms where there's always a split. Either if it's, if it's foreigners, 
Do you know what I mean? It's always one of them splits and he just went, right, we're all in this together. And he come in, he did a massive speech. And we're thinking, you know, we're having cams like kind of thing. So we're at bottom. We're winning games. I can remember playing Liverpool at home. Got dicked six. I think I touched the ball about three times in all the game. Couldn't, couldn't get near him. Six, I think we got dicked by Man United, four and all that. So we were getting proper pasted. Uh, Nigel Pearson were involved. He was assistant manager. were brilliant. And... Uh, we played Middlesbrough. We drew one apiece. We drew one apiece. And the week before, Brian Robson said to us, he said, listen, he said, international break coming up. He said, lads, do you want to go away with your missus, Dubai or Spain or wherever you want to go? Or do you want a lads holiday? Let's have a vote on it. We're like, yeah, let's have a lads holiday. <laughs> so he said, he said, lads holiday. So there were only two or three that said, well, we want to go away with his families and all that. But we, we, we wanted a bonding session as yeah. well. We'd got cams. And we've got Watto, we've got a couple of others. Kieran <laughs> Richardson, he signed from Man United, what a player he was. So we got players we wanted a bonding. So he said, oh, we're going to take you to uh, Portugal or, or Spain. He said, but we know you, you lads like a drink. He said, so we're going to take you to Orlando where there's no press. So we're thinking, brilliant. So some of the lads weren't allowed to go. Even though it was a club trip, they weren't allowed to go. So he had to what, send... From the, from, from the wives? Yeah, from the wives. So just buying this yelly jellyfishers that's where I got <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had to get letters sent to home to put the itinerary so nine o'clock flight from Heathrow yeah. uh, whatever training at this place training at that so bet, oh, bet Hooters weren't on there were it? oh Hooters were on yeah. well no you weren't on the itinerary, on the itinerary. <laughs> I told you about yeah. Hooters is it? oh we're coming to that one brilliant Hooters isn't it <laughs> I want to see if you tell the same story and uh it went like, and he got to the airport and he just went, you know that itinerary? And he just got it and just went, fuck it, like that. Brian Robson is. He said, we're going to have a good time. He said, you've got, I think it was about 26 hours to 10 o'clock in the morning when we were supposed to train. You've got 26 hours. He said, got it, 26 hours. He said, I ain't bothered. How pissed you are? Whatever. He said, I want you all on that bus 10 o'clock in the morning. Because he was like a team bonding, so if he's pissed in his own bed, you get him up and get on the not yeah. staying in there. And I think that was a method in his man. He must have done it with Man United or whatever. So he's got there. So we've got in the uh, we've got in the airport, and we're like sat there. There's me, Paul Robinson, John O'Green. There's a few others just sat around and comes. <clears throat> what do you want, lads? Because he's skipper. He's made him captain now. Goes to the bar. Oh, how much it comes? Use level whip. I said, no, nah, no, nah, lads, I've got it. So like, he's pulled this. Fucking black American Express car, we've never seen one. We're, we're, we're on half decent money, but not what like comes wrong. Arsenal and all that, Everton have looked and he's gone, no. Put that behind the bar. So he's put that behind the bar. Oh, fucking hell, he's only got a black one. It's worth fortunes and all this. You've got to have, you've got to have so much money in your You've got to have so much money in it and all that to have a black American Express car. So we've gone, get hell out of this. Hello. So it's not, it's not he's put it behind the bar. Cheeky icing either. He's, he's then gone, done whatever, with a few beers. And he's told Paul Robinson, Chipmunk, he said, get the, just, you know, just sign it. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. So he's got it. He ain't giving it back. He's come to me, he said, oh, so I've got his black American Express card. We'll go fucking wild with it. <laughs> and we go, no, you can't. He said, we gave him it back three days later. We went to America. We went to bars. Hooters went all over with it. He didn't even know. That's how much cash he's got. <laughs> so I tell him when he comes on, he's got too much cash. Very <laughs> brilliant. Towards at the end of the season, and you better buy you a drink, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got loads of t-shirts made for Robbo with a Black and Express t-shirt on. I think his bill was about three grand. 
They didn't bat an eye. They were, they were absolutely, they were absolutely, they were different class. They really were. The first one were it were Hooters, wasn't it? So we've been on the we've been on the session. We've done a bit of training, but nothing much. Like a bit of kickball for twenty minutes and watch baseball and all that's what it's supposed to be about. So we've he said, and this is it middle of the season by the way. I think we're playing Everton or somebody on the week after. So we were supposed to be training and. Uh, We've, we've gone on the bus and the lads have gone, listen, we've been on the session. We'll go to Nike World, Adidas, we'll go and get, do a bit of shopping, have a bit to eat, not drink, and then ready for the session at night. So, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all sat there. We'll have one after yeah, we'll have all, different we'll have one after six o'clock. So we sat there and uh, all of a sudden, we've got, we've got a free like bus, minibus thing. There's about 12 of us. So all of a sudden, sees this bloke running down the ramp and all that. Head pops around like that. Brian Robson, lads, where are you going? Uh, oh, uh, we're going shopping after a bit of dinner. When I'm coming with you, he said, them fucking boring fuckers, they're drinking coffee and reading books around the pool. So I'm coming with you. <laughs> this is Brian Robson, the manager. It, um, absolutely unbelievable. So he said, oh, we're going to go shopping after. He went, well, I'm not. I'm going to Hooters. So we ended up going to Hooters <laughs> for an afternoon session. And I don't know if Cam's told you, Brian Robson's like a camel. Right, we got pictures of blaggers, we had Bud Light or Bud and all that, so we're pouring pints like that and we want each other, we're going to the toilet, I've gone twice, John O's gone like that. We've gone to Gaffer, and Gaffer, you haven't been for a piss yet. And he says, nah, nah, I never do. So I just don't, I don't know where it goes, he said, but I don't piss. It's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but, but, uh, but that's what I mean, it's like the stories and all that, like, you, you could just sit with Brian Robson for days on end. He was just brilliant, brilliant. So never As a manager. No, never got no new night trainers that afternoon. No, did we all know? No. <laughs> no. no. But now it was a good trip, to be fair. We did a bit of... We did, went out for loads of meals, but... Yeah, I think we were drinking six, five days out of six. But we come back, I think we won six out of seven or six outright games in the Premier League. It worked. Beat Everton, beat Arsenal, beat some top teams. Mate, if I, you know, if, I'm, if we went out for meals, if you're drinking five days out of six, right, and you went out for meals and that, I'm coming back... Easily a stone ever. <laughs> Eat comfortably. A bag of shit. People humid. I think I was sweating in bed. <laughs> Turn that air con off. I would have put a fucking stone mm. on easy. Yeah. Comfortably. We were, it was brilliant. Brilliant trip. Absolutely brilliant trip. And for all you sports scientists who listen, right? <laughs> fucking kept you up. Yeah. It didn't keep us up. Yeah, it kept us up. Unbelievable. Frightening hours. Shove your protein bars. And we got, we got, we got, I think we were one of the first people to get a penalty at Old Trafford in about 10 years. Yeah. And I, it was me, I just fell down. I think I thought, you know, I'm falling one on one with keeper, and I just went, I ain't gonna score this, I'm falling, I'm boom, down I went. And then Ernie, Ernie scored the goal, yeah. got the penalty at Old Trafford, and that gave us the chance for the last day of the season. You talk about important goals that you've scored. That most probably the most important one, if I'm honest. Yeah. It really is. I know the Villa games and all that, but I think for us people not to expect to stopping up to us stopping up and everything had to go our way. There were Norwich, Crystal Palace, there were Char- the play- Charlton, every- all them teams and we just, everything went for us. Everything went for us and he dropped me. The bastard dropped me for last game of the season. I were absolutely good. And I were renovating a house at the time and we were, it was survive- obviously Survival Sunday on the Sunday. And on the Saturday, I'd got to knock, a, I'd got to knock an internal wall down and put a 12 foot girder in for the plaster to come on the Monday morning. <laughs> I was doing that until 11 o'clock at night. We got a game at three o'clock. 
I thought I was playing. I, I played, started Man United, started like the last three or four games. And I thought, oh, I'm playing. You could have got somebody else to do it. It just took me, just to, it took my mind off. I thought, I ain't going to sit at home. So, and I did, I had, I had two beers and a Chinese. I went after, I, had, I went straight for a Chinese because I was knackered. So I had a Chinese. <laughs> somebody saw me and said, you've got games on, haven't you? You're not yeah, like two fucking really, beers. Yeah, and yeah. and I, just, I only had two <laughs> beers. Well, I think I'll like a top to someone like that. And I, I just, it would just relax. And then, obviously, it's the end of the team. And I was absolutely distraught. And I mean distraught. It left me out. But I just thought, got to get on with it. Got to get on with it. And just, we want, we want to stay up kind of thing. Well, you think I could have had another starter last night? <laughs> <laughs> Got some more seaweed and some spicy spare ribs. <laughs> so we did that, and then it got to half time, and I, 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 were having a, I were having a piss in the toilet, and I'm just, and he's outside of me. I said, "I'll score if you put me on." And it's in his book. I said, "I'll score." Just got a funny feeling I'm going to score, and it, it must have been in his thoughts. Sixty whatever minutes it was, boom! I ain't even touched the ball. I've run on, come on for John O'Green, and Sultan's crossed it and volleyed it. And it's gone in, which thankfully, yeah. Which were brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Set up the second as well. Set up the second for Kieran. He was he was different class him, Kieran Richardson. Yeah. He was brilliant. Yeah. He's come back. Um, I seen a tweet the other day. He said he's going to carry on playing. Is he? I don't know how old he's. I was thinking he retired, didn't he? When he come off, when he come to, he just got some. You know when people just glide across grass, and he's just touching, he's off, and he's like balance and everything. He was brilliant. He were he were a big difference for us. Him in camps, big difference them two coming in. Pitch invasion, you pitch invasion afterwards. Everything out afterwards. I, I got caught. Well, I didn't get caught. I was having an interview, so I've been eating the champagne and the beers and the thing and all that. Not realizing because you're all you're all excited and all that. I got into my car outside the ground. Sarah Jane Means coming, right? Interviewing me. I've got a bottle of champagne. Drinking it like that. Not not pissed, but I'm like drinking it. And then she's interviewing, yeah, brilliant, Jeff, and it's live. I'm like, yeah, yeah, not a problem. Gave her a bottle. Just got in the car and drove. I'm thinking, what have we just done? The missus is inside of me, ain't even had a beer. So I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. So it just mad. Just you fall in of it, you just fall. Yeah, you just went, boom, that were it. That were it. So what were you going to do that night then? To be fair, we'd got our. I'd planned, like you on about the holidays, I'd planned to go away on the Monday afternoon, book flights months in advance, not knowing it were our player at you do on the, on the, on the Monday. So I've said to Gaffer, he said, oh, "Yeah, like each other, aren't they? Both need a diary." Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the Barnsley thing, I'm sure. It is. So we've uh, we've we've met up in the morning uh, on the Monday morning, and we he'd booked a Thai restaurant in in at twelve o'clock in Birmingham. Ryan Robson, we've come in. Mate, he's he's still pissed. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Gaffer's still absolutely lagging, and he's come to me and he's gone. Brilliant yesterday, Jeff. Absolutely brilliant. You did say you'd score and all that. He said, I'm so sorry. I said, sorry about what? And he went, your contract. Went, what about my contract? He says, oh, you're, uh, you got 75 grand if you, if you started 30 games. Oh, you fucking... 29. That game, I didn't start it. <laughs> I didn't even know. Did he That's know? Did he, he knew then. Is that why no, I didn't play he knew, that? No, no, he knew after. My God. And I went, you're joking. And he went, I said, Gaffer, I didn't even know. He says, don't worry about it. I said, I'll, I'll sort it out. He said, I'll look after you. So when we went pre-season, the next season, he sort of made a two-year deal out and put that in it. Which we're good at him, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? So he just thought, yeah, he didn't have to do that, did now. Point, I didn't even think, know. Any point, did you think about getting him a fucking Jim Gadden or what? No, I just thought, <laughs> I didn't know. He'd almost probably beat me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, no, but it was brilliant, brilliant that. 
<laughs> different class. That's what Kev said, though, wasn't it? When he walked in the changing rooms, he just went through the players and thought, Good enough. this has got enough. Good players, They just yeah. need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Togetherness. So togetherness, yeah. yeah. You, who'd you been playing with prior to that, Canu? Canu, yeah. Lazy bastard. I was going to say, you've got a few of these international lazy bastards yeah, exactly. knocking around, don't you? If people look to me, he runs around, I'm going to put that lazy bastard <laughs> on the front. I think that's what the most is. And again, what a player he was. What a player. I can't he, imagine. Uh, uh, the fact that he was 64 as well. It's <laughs> even more yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he used to come in, come in in his Ferrari. Megson signed him, believe it or not. Gary Megson signed him. And I can't believe it because he wore all fitness, fitness. If you ran 10k on ProZone and lost 3 0, he'd rather you do that than run 8k and win 1 0. Yeah. Half the time, Mego. He just wanted runners yeah. all the time. But kind of used to just turn up. We have a fining system 10 o'clock. If you're not here, it's 100 quid. And it's like 50 quid a minute after to play, put in the players' pool for the lads' holidays or whatever it was. He just used to turn up at like 25 past 10. He'd come with his checkbook. <laughs> in his toiletry bag, you go, here comes, so comes and do, we'd have like a committee. So the me comes, Steve Watson, or like four committee. He said, oh, that's like 700 quid, can't we go? Just keep at it, just keep at it. <laughs> Won't bother at all, unbelievable. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine you, you look at him and think, He's gonna roll his sleeves up for us today and fucking yeah. graft his ball. He not, but again, he could just do magic. He could yeah. just, he was just brilliant, yeah. just magic. Some fucking players you play with, yeah. When you think mm. about yeah. it, yeah, yeah. I hope they think that about me. I bet they fucking <laughs> don't. I bet they don't. <laughs> Dougree is just doing a, a French podcast now. <laughs> Best player I play with, the horse. <laughs> a few uh, Sheffield United fans were straight on on Twitter. Mm. The, um, Back to the Enigma 8. Is it, is it the Enigma 8 now? It must be. It's up there. Neil Warnock, you went on loan with a, a deal to sign at the end mm. of the season. I left. We were playing my old team, Fulham. And uh, we got ended up getting beat 6-1. And I pulled my hamstring the first 20 minutes. So I was still going to sign on the Monday. It were all, that were all done. And he must have phoned me three, four times a day tw- for two weeks prior saying, Jeff, I need you. He'd got, who had we got? We'd got Robles, we'd got about six strikers, and I'm thinking, what's he need me for? But it got me a chance to go back up to Yorkshire, which I wanted to at the time, because I'd got problems with my old dog from my first wife, so I wanted to get back up. Yeah. Uh, he were offering me a three-year contract on more money than I were at West Brom. Thinking, I'm 32, thinking, well, it's gonna be my last one this morning. Yeah, this is me, job done. Went there, and it got a decent side, and we were, I think we were top of the table at the time, so he, he wanted that final push. So signed. I started the first game, Coventry, Coventry at home. Went went one nil, went one nil up, I think. No, went one one nil down. We got scored again. And there were a penalty, and uh, I went to pick it up. And I'm not, I'm not a penalty to pick it up. Paul Eiffel said, oh, "I'm penalty taker." I'd not known the lads two days, so I went, "Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Take it." Took it, hit the post, bounced back out, bang. They went and scored, two one, lost the game. More or less worn up playing me. Next game, you're on the bench. Went, what do you mean I'm on the bench? Straight after game, is he? Yeah, you're on. You're not playing next game. Blah, blah, I'm not having. It. He was like that. He just set things on a whim kind of thing. And I just went, not a problem. So I'm on the bench. The next game, come on. After we were one nil down, I've come on and I'm. This Jags and Montgomery have been fantastic players, especially Jags. And I were running around, running, shutting people down like that, and they're behind me just. We only needed two wins to get promoted. And they're like, they said, Dan, I'm like, 
So come in, shine at him on the pitch, comes in at full time, and I say what it are, it is. I'll say, you, you fuck you, stop being a lazy bastard, blah, 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 blah. Warnock's coming, who are you trying at? So who the fuck you know what you're yelling about? So I'm telling them, lazy bastards, you can't talk to him like that. So I just went, I'll talk to who I want, like when I want. I said, I want to win football games. They look shorty in there, they were flick, flick croft in there, so they're all mm-hmm. experienced players. So, boom, like that, we had a bit of set to, and me and, me and him had a little bit of set to. So, so, so you're not going to win games, gaffer? Yeah, shut up, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, you shut up. So we had a bit of a set to, like that. That way, boom, career gone, Sheffield United. Good time. He never said to me, he just, he, uh, he got Stuart McCall to ring me up and say, uh, Jeff, you're not, the next game, he said, you're not in the squad. Uh, if you want to go on holiday for a week, you can. So he more or less put me on Gardner's leave. So I thought, whoa, I'm not having this one. <laughs> I'm not having this. So I, I rang Brian Robson. After about a week, I rang Brian Robson. I said, can you not get me back? He went, I'd love it. I want, I want you back. I need you back. So I said, oh, can they do it? But chairman of West Brom, it sold me for 1.1 million, what what they bought me for three years before. So it was a great deal for so him. So he was happy. He, he was happy. Done and, he and he said to Brian Robson, not to Kane Elstons. And it was just one of them things. So I went on loan, Leicester, Leeds, Scunny. Just, again, it, my career just started going like that then. It's would a shame. Mm. It's would a shame. It's mad that about Warnock though, because we've had a few on obviously speaking about him and they've said that he doesn't hold grudges. You know, like what's said in the changing room. Yeah, I don't. He kind mm. of forgets about it. Well, so he, he, he didn't see him to with me. And he I just know. went boom. But he, he didn't have the balls to say it. I went, I went, I went to my call. My call went, I oh, said this. I said, well, I want to see him. Face to face, I want to see him. Oh, he's not into it. I said, well, when's he in? Oh, he's down Plymouth till Thursday or whatever. I said, well, I want to see him face to face. So we had a bit of a set to He just went, listen, if he hadn't worked out, send you on loan, boom, boom, boom. Not really. One of them things. And, and did he think that you should have took the penalty then originally? I don't know. I don't really. Didn't get to bomb that. I think he was because I was. They weren't pets, but they were like good lads. Jags and Monty Montgomery. They're really good lads, but maybe because I had a pop at them. Mm. But if it had been Cams and he wasn't doing it, I'd had a pop at Cams and Cams would have gone, "Yeah, yeah, you're right there, Jeff. But I'm mm, sorry." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's how we were kind of things. That's the kind of players. But he just didn't like it. He's one of them things. I don't. I'd, if I come into this room, I'd have to speak to him. That's not a problem. Football at the end of the day. Things happen. Shit mm. happens, doesn't it? Get on with it. Mm. Get on with it. Do you think he, he, he felt that you kind of stepped on his authority with maybe them so, players? Maybe, that were maybe so, tight yeah. Him? Yeah, maybe they were tight. Like Paddy, what's saying? Paddy followed him everywhere, Paddy Kenny. Do you know what I mean? Players like that, Montgomery, Jagielka, Geary, and all them, they were all like that he's close knit. Morgs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure Morgs would do exactly the same thing. Morgs were exactly the same. But he had his feet under the table. Yeah, he'd, get, he'd been there a while, Morgs, hadn't he? Did you start losing the love for it then after that? Or was it more... Yeah, it was like, yeah, you've got to go on... So I went on loan to Leeds. Kevin Blackwell took me to Leeds United. And there were some great characters there, to be fair. Was that when all the chaos at Leeds, like Dennis Wise coming in? And... That, that it was Wise that come in. Well, Gaz Kelly were there on Big Big Door. He was the only one left on Big Door from the Mills, the Fowler... All them, the Ferdinands, because mm. they got rid of everybody else, but guess yeah. what? I'm happy here. <laughs> <laughs> on, his, on his big money and all that. I can cope with this place. Do you know what I mean? And he, he would, but uh, wise, he hated, hated Gas Kelly, because obviously we're on big money and all that, and he, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the older players. And he went, again, he come in and went, you're not fit. So we were in at like nine o'clock. He got Sully in the fat club at eight o'clock on a bike. <laughs> uh, he just disrespected all older players. Why is he? 
to be fair. His name's like mud on this show, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Dennis. Well, he come he come in and I, and he come in, he said, Oh, you're not you're not this you're not powerful enough, you but your your abs are not powerful, we're doing this. So we're doing like fucking five, six hundred sales for a training and all that. He, he went into all that. And then we did this, we'd been out on an all day. So me, butts, about ten of us having a beer, and we knew we'd got a running session the day after. And like I've said, going back to it, I could run, I could peg. And he didn't know this. He didn't know this. Why is he? So he's got in, he's gone, boom, that's it. I can't do it. I think it was, again, I think it was a 2,000 or 3,000 metre run. And he's gone, right, blah, blah, blah. If you're not in this time, you will do it again. And he set a really a pretty fast, well, fastish time. Where I looked and went, oh, fucking I'll piss that. Meet and drink. <laughs> I'll, get five, I'll, get, I'll get less than five. I'll beat that by five minutes. And that's steady away. So I've just thought, fuck it, I'm going for it. I just set off like Griggs and Butts, the big lads. Oh, <laughs> they, they were just like jogging good. <laughs> they didn't like it, Sully and all that. And uh, I've just absolutely flown round, flown round. Gus is there, who's brilliant. Gus Boyette, different class him, absolutely different class. So I've gone and I'm, I'm breathing out my ass and I'm going, and he's gone, Jeff, brilliant, Jeff, that's unreal, Gus. Not wise, he's just like looking. He, 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 all to fail, he really. didn't want it, yeah. he wanted everybody to fail. No parade. Straight away. Gone, oh, brilliant, Jeff. Like, I went, Gus, so I shouldn't have had them 20 fags last night. It's killed me. <laughs> I am better doing that. You could see him raging. So he distanced all the all the older players. Just distanced them all. It is what it is. And he and then he come, he, he signed four hour on loan. He signed four players on loan. We'd already got three. And you could have only five in the squad at the time. Mm. I think it were five at the squad. And this is our left lead, United. And I didn't want to leave. I wanted to leave for him. And it was Christmas Christmas Day, trained at two o'clock in the afternoon, and he put the squad up like that, and it all come down like that. And then at the end, to travel, said me, I can't remember who else, somebody else, and so three players to travel on Christmas Day. So you're not involved, you're not in the squad, you're not involved. Not even in the squad. So if they're injured, they're still going to go like that. Now, Christmas Day, and I've gone, gone up to him, I said, what's that? So I'm 33 years old. I said, don't. Don't treat me like a Dude, don't do yeah. it. Just, I said, I want to I wanna go. And he went, so you're saying you don't want to play? Well, whoa, whoa, I'm not saying I don't want to play. Well, you're telling me you don't want to play football tomorrow at Boxing Day. I said, I'm not even in the, I'm not even in the squad. He said, you're taking me to travel. That's what I'm like. I like all my players together. I went, nah, he's taking the piss out of me. So I, ju- I just went then. That That's it. And then he put in the press that I'd refuse to play a game at, on Boxing Day. Gee, man, fucking assholes, man, up the managers. So I look and go, and then again, I, I don't know, no grudges against him. I played against him in a charity five-a-side and all that, and he said, hey, up, but I, I didn't really speak to him. Now I want, I want in the Premier League when I were in the Champions League. <laughs> he, he was Chelsea, Barcelona and all that. At all. <laughs> but again, it is what it is, but it, I think, yeah, going back to it, the, my career was starting to go like that then. I were old, and I didn't want to then move from Birmingham to, like, Scunny or... Or Leicester, or like that, or travelling, and you know it's like travelling. Yeah. As soon as you get older, your back starts going. Amis go calves. You don't look after yourself as much, mm. which I'd, I wish I would have now. I look at it back and go, I wish I'd have looked after like my core stuff and all that. With the say, as well as having a beer and having good food and all that, I maybe played another couple of seasons. Mm. Did you miss it? Yeah, how, how I, you miss, I miss. I Do you know as daft it sounds? I'd rather run. 
than do all the stupid crossing and shooting sessions and possession and all that. It's just like running. Mm. So I, I like that, but I like the competitive. I miss the competitiveness. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm playing sports like like most lads are. They miss that. I miss the camaraderie of the changing rooms and and things like that. That's why I go to pub every day. <laughs> <laughs> you so, went Lincoln after, didn't you? But you kept you playing. I went Lincoln. But I got I got testicular cancer before that. Yeah. So I got cancer. I went to my Sheffield United contract finished in the uh, July and I went to Walsall because again I was thinking about getting into coaching uh, Dean Smith was there who was Villa manager but he was the youth team he said come in he said come and do some sessions with me blah 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 so, and then the manager I can't remember the manager's name he invited me he said oh, do you want to do you still fit do you want to train with us so I trained ripped, more or less ripped it up and he just went do you want to sign this is on the Thursday I said yeah yeah not problem he said Report to uh, the ground on Saturday. You'll be, you'll be involved. So I, I had a, a, a lump on my testicle a couple of weeks before. So I woke up at doctor's on the Friday. Did you, did you find that yourself? Yeah, you know what it's like messing about with yourself yeah. like this and all that. And I, I thought it were a spot, so I'm like trying to squeeze it, press it. No, happened. The scab come on it, kind of thing. And, it, and it, I swear, a, a ballpoint pen, the, the ballpoint on the end of the pen. It was as big as that, not even as big as that. And it come and I thought, it seems a bit bigger this. Not hurting me, I was fit as a fiddle, because all through, when I left Sheffield United, I just smashed the gym, smashed it, and I was like, I was rock solid. Uh, and the doctor just went, the West Brom doctor was still contacted, he just went, listen, I'm gonna send you to Booper. I said, it don't look good, does it? And he just went, nah, to me, it don't look good. So obviously, he did a fail. Uh, and then went to Booper, then got di- diagnosed with testicular cancer on the Friday, so I just went, I've had enough. Not Did you not feel any different? You know, like you said, that was long, the fittest I've ever felt. The fittest I've felt in all my football career. Because obviously, my contract were up at Sheffield United. I'm thinking, for me to get back into it, I'm going to have to be, be fit, big and strong. Never had a day off, just hit the gym, boom, 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 all that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's frightening, that. And it was a, like a pimple, that big boom. And then obviously, I went to Boopley and just they scanned me and just went, You've got cancer. Boom. And you're thinking, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Why? That, that was my first. Why? Why? Why me? I've never hurt anybody apart from on the pitch, kind of thing, to win football games. And then that was that was just it. So I looked at it and just thought. Obviously, my wife won with now. She were with me. Obviously, tears. Then I went up north. Went to see my mum and dad. Went up there. Invited my mates round. Just told them. Cause I didn't know how bad it was. Didn't know how serious it was. I mean, I don't know if it's spread or what. Did the doctors not know yeah. at this point? No, didn't now because they just they, they just, just they scan it. it. So as soon as they scan it, if it's cancer, it, it, it radiates off. If it's not, it, it comes in. So they told me. So I didn't know how it was. So I'm thinking oh, I've got weekend to go boom. Uh, and then he's, I, the doctor at Booper said, "Listen, I'm, I'm the surgeon." But he said, "Have you got any insurance?" And you never think about it, but I never had. You're always insured as a footballer. Yeah. You always get insured at your club, mm. and I got no club. And the, the bloke said, well, I'm at the hospital Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm at Booper Tuesday, Thursday. He said, the difference is about five grand. He said, it's only for sandwiches after. He said, I'm being honest, I do exactly the same operation. And I went, get me in that one. I said, I'm not bothered, get me in. So on the Wednesday, boom, edit cut out. And thankfully for me, it had not spread to all any, any of my body, which were touch wood. Yeah. So... But the good thing about it, I then come out and explain what had happened, uh, and I put an article in the in the paper, and a lad from Bradford, his mum contacted me. He, he'd read the article. He's only sixteen. Read the article, and he'd found a lump about six months before. 
and he only come down because I'd done the article mm. in the paper. Yeah. He said, oh, I've watched Jeff at Geisley, blah, blah, blah. He said, mum, I've got a big lump and he got cancer, it did spread, but he's all, he's all clear now. So just, just me going into the papers and telling people about it. Mm. People go, oh, some people don't want to like, ask you, are you all right now? I said, listen, it makes it look a bit bigger. I've only got one. <laughs> I said, it, looks, it makes the meat look bigger. But, and I, that's, how I, that's how I dealt with it. I, I, I know it's not a joking thing about cancer, and it's not, but that's how people deal with it. People yeah. deal with stuff different. I didn't go depressed. I didn't go, do you know what I mean? I just went, boom, let's get it out and fight it. Did you go to the doctor straight away? Yeah. Or was it for a, a... No, I went to the doctor straight away when I found it. It got a little bit bigger, slightly bigger, yeah. and that's when I went... Just gonna have to go and see. You just always think that's never gonna happen to you, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, of course you do. Everybody it's, does. It's, it's Everybody does. Especially a fit, fit, fit yeah, a, a fit lad. How can it happen to a fit? Yeah, lad? exactly. Oh, no, it can happen to anybody. So mad, life changing, and it calmed me down, changed me as a person. Did it when you went to the Lincoln? Yeah. And you kept that playing uh, option open. Do you think that kind of played a part where, but you, you're thinking, do you know what? I've still got something to give. Well, I, I hadn't. <clears throat> I had the testicle removed and then uh, everything were all clear. This was about six months after, so I've done no training. I just went, oh, I've had enough, blah, blah, blah. Went to Dublin to celebrate that I got the all clear, blah, 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 with the lads being on the bender for three days. And then I get a text off Peter Jackson, who I played mm-hmm. at Halifax with. He texts me, I'm a Lincoln manager, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to come on and like train? I don't know if you're interested. No, actually, how we got talking, he said, I've got this book that I want to send you on something about being positive and cancer and all this. So send it me. Well, because he had it, didn't it? Didn't yes, it? he had it, that's why he contacted me. Right, so he then, throat cancer, were it? Yes, he got throat cancer. Yeah, I think he's had it twice, Pete. And he just said, I'm gonna send you this. I said, oh, all right, I said, oh. So I could still, jokingly, I was in Dublin at the time. And I went, I could still I could still do a job for you, boom, oh. And he went, I'll see you Monday morning. I said, I can't, I'm in Dublin. He said, <laughs> I'll see you Thursday. No, I'll see you Tuesday. And I thought, I thought he was joking. I said, seriously? And he went, yeah, come up. So I put you up in an hotel, come up, see how you feel. So we've gone train and gone into his office, if you knew her, and him and all that, and sat, sat there talking, and he says, oh, we're running today. I went, <laughs> fuck you. I said, Pete. I said, uh, he said, you can't call me Pete now. I said, I'm Gaffer. I went, you go, fuck off. <laughs> said, you know him to Pete? And he went, all right, Gaffer. I said, I said uh, doing a running session. I went, all right. I said, well, I ain't, I ain't done anything for about six months here. So I've got and I've just been in Dublin for three days. I was fit than every single one. Just boom, boom, doing that. Bang, bang, on. And he just went, do you want to play? So I just played as a pay-as-you-play thing. Wasn't even about the money. It was just try to help him out and just keeping keep football again and enjoy it. Mm. You know what I mean? It was hard work. Because I was stopping in a hotel and travelling and all that. And going to start doing my badges. But it was all right, decent. You did your badge, obviously assistant at yeah. Vale, which we've yeah. talked about before. But now you're obviously doing all your charity work. Yeah, I, I, when Mickey, Mickey come back to Port Vale, a lot of people don't know. Jim Gannon got the sack. Then the season after that, Mickey come back in, and I was doing stuff, doing, but I wasn't enjoying it. I was going to work, and my miss was saying, "Look, you don't look happy and all this." And I didn't. And I said to Mickey in April, I just said, "Listen, I've had enough. I'm going to have a change." So yeah. I'm not. He said, "Well, won't you come out of it?" It's really hard to get back in. I said, I know that, so I'm going to do something different. So did that, had 12 months off, playing too much golf, playing too much snooker, and getting pissed too much. And I was spending money, and not earning money, kind of thing. So how I got into it, I 
bought a little van, 500 quid van. I've got Andy's skills. I can do the decorating, the wooden floors and basic maintenance. Set a maintenance company up and just started doing bits of maintenance around here, being involved in it. And I started working on a house with people with mental health issues. So they were self-farmers, so they've got drug issues, alcohol issues. Started working in these houses for this woman and just decided to set the foundation up just to do a Q&A, raise a couple of grand to take them bowling, take them out of their environment they're in, so take them to Western or the coast or wherever. And, and that's how it all started. So after about 18 months after that, she, she got ill and said, would you like to do it on your own? So I've now got six houses and charity status in about a week. So helping, I'm just in again with the Royal British Legion, so I'm in association with them to help veterans as well, which is, I've got a, a, a big video to do on Friday, going to Poppy Day, uh, so we do that. So we house people from all walks of life, marriage breakdowns, and it's so easy to be homeless. People think homeless people are on the streets and they're sat in doorways begging. They're not, it's sofa surfing on your nan's couch, your mum and dad's if you've come back in a relationship, a lot of marriage breakdowns and things like that. So a lot of the people that we've, we house, have got mental health issues due to drug addiction, alcohol addiction, from mental sexual abuse from three year old, four year old, self harmers, people trying to commit suicide. So we're trying to help them get back, first and foremost, try to house them. Secondly, we then, once the mental state's correct, we then try to get them into training so for the jobs uh working at food banks things like that and then getting him into independent living getting him a job and getting him independent living and it's something that i'm passionate about and and love do you get a lot of satisfaction from that i get more satisfaction out of that than scoring at villa park scoring in the final scoring the west brom game because it puts a smile on somebody's face i've always been a people's person i can talk to a villa fan or whatever fan wolves fan all these fans talk about football but some of these people have been dealt a good deck of cards. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Again, they've come from broken backgrounds, all different people, women and men. And it is the job satisfaction. It's the best thing in the world, even just going and having a coffee with them and chatting. And I always said a football makes the world go around and it does because I've got Villa fans in there, I've got Wolves, I've got Blues. Do you know what I mean? They're all connected to it yeah, yeah, yeah. in some way, way or form. So you're it's, but it's not just putting a smile on someone's face, is it? Like you said, you're no, putting a smile. It is, yeah. But you're putting again, a smile on someone's face when you're playing football because they go home smiling yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're winning. But yeah. you're changing people's lives, not just putting yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And that's a smile what we, that's what you're trying to do. Effectively, you're only losing your job away from smiling into. Are you put your hands on with it all? Do you get? Do you get? I'm usually my scrubs, believe it or not. I'm going to turn up in my scrubs, but I've usually got my stickers on, my trainers, and. My shirt is full of silicon and paint. The lads take the piss out of me in the pub and go, you've been silicon it again, haven't you? Oh, <laughs> go like that, go like that, so it makes it look like... And I'd still rather you're coming out than double yeah, denim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, better than double denim, that. But now I'm always hands-on, I do all the maintenance myself, unless if there's a fire that's been smashed in and somebody's got to come and fix it, or gas electric, I've got specified people that come in and do that. But I'm full, full on all the time, so I don't work full-time, but I'm there, I'm in the office at eight o'clock, I work till one o'clock, and just go around and see if these bits of maintenance, light bulbs, things falling off, leaks in the radiators and things like that. So I'm, I am full on. I prefer it that way. I don't want it to get too big when I'm sat in an office and I don't see the people and do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I love seeing them, love seeing them every day. What's the charity called then, Jeff? Jeff Horsfield Foundation. So it'll be a char charity status in about a week, which is good. So 
Well, that's been ongoing for about six months. So we'll get us uh, get the website up and the yeah, yeah, we'll link, get the link in the description and, yeah. on YouTube and and on the podcast. And if anybody yeah. anybody wants to help and can help, then please do. Mm. Well, cheers, Jeff. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you, mate. Been a pleasure. I can't believe we've only got one bollocking off fucking the old guy, the old secretary at the golf club. <laughs> Just say, if the sound, if you can hear them in the background, I've had an interval on the bridge game, so. I'm <laughs> just the having a tea, a tea that. and cake. It's all kicking off, isn't it? It's all kicking off. No, brilliant, that, mate. Yeah, Top no man. Cheers, Cheers Jeff. Appreciate it. Jeff Horsfield, what a guy. What a guy, not just his playing career, but he's doing with the charity as well, the Jeff Horsfield Foundation. Check it out online if you get the opportunity. What they're doing is absolutely fabulous. Now, we'll be back on Thursday for all the private members, club members, with our very first bonus episode. We'll be in all the way. Cannot wait. And if you do want to get involved, get on over to www.patreon.com slash under the cosh and all the details there for them extra bonus episodes and all the all the extra content. And don't forget, we've got that live show coming up very soon, the 14th of December, in London, Ray Parlour, the Romford Pele, Eltham Terrace Club. All the tickets are available on Eventbrite. Just search for Under the Cosh or you can find the link in the description. There we go. So if we don't see you on Thursday, we'll see you next week. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.